This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get reward points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Jackson's there. Billy dead. A goal. Chris Billy Huddersfield Town. The most famous goal of Chris Billy's life. Is this the moment for Lee Fowler? It is. Take your place in Division 2, Huddersfield Town. Champion Steve Simonson's boots now. He's missed. Steve Simonson clears the flame of the goal and collapses in a heap of tears. Huddersfield Town are promoted. Stephen Schindler. A chance to write his name in Huddersfield Town legend. And he takes that chance! Right, welcome to a special summer edition of the Andy Takes That Chance podcast. Today we learn the answer to the age-old question of where did all the Jordan Rhodes money go? As joining myself, Matt, Neil and Cosy, we've got the man famed for the gig lane jig. It's Huddersfield legend Dean Hoyle. Good evening, Dean. Oh, good evening. Sorry. Right, is it my turn? Yeah. Right, okay, I get, get used on. to this. I've, I've, I've been out of the limelight for a couple of months, so I'm, I'm, I'll Welcome get back, back into it. it. Thank you. Thank you. I'm out of retirement. Excellent. So everything good? So yeah, you're looking really great. Good. Everything's everything's good. And we've got Danny as well in the yeah. corner. He's trying to trying to remain anonymous at the minute. But we'll, It we'll used to be David in. 304 Sites, which actually company <laughs> to make sure I didn't say anything. Now it's Danny Boy. <laughs> <laughs> no, nobody can stop you now. We don't need dates oh, yet to God, stop yeah, you now. Yeah. just... Uh, Fill your boats. So we'll, we'll roll back. So there were rumours of Ken Davy selling Huddersfield Town back in 2008. Adam Pearson's name came, disappeared. Uh, and then a lot of people quite disappointed with that because they were a little bit disenchanted yeah. with, with yeah. Ken. Um, but Why? then, Well... Sorry. But arriving like a white knight... From Ecky. If you like, from Heckman Dwight. On, on my horse, on my, on, on my, on my donkey. <laughs> you, bought the, <laughs> you bought the club in 2008. Um, we've heard that the reason why you bought the club was the South End game, um, whereby I think we lost 2-1 in the last minute. Was it Bailey who scored in the last minute? And then everyone just kind of went, it doesn't really matter, we're off. And then 
you yeah. you kind of looked around. Oh, from what I remember, you said you looked around and thought people should care about the result because they weren't bothered. People, I, I remember walking yeah. out, they killed the bank, and um, people weren't even angry. Seriously, I don't think I were really. No, uh, no. people have just given up. You know, we just watched Andy Ritchie prop up the dugout for for the last ninety minutes. Okay. No passion, no nothing, and I just thought this is ridiculous. To be fair, and uh, yeah, onwards and upwards we uh, I took over. So crowds are falling from thirteen to nine thousand. You like you said, you could see the visual deterioration yeah. of the love for the club from supporters. Who I think I remember those games, and after half time, people would usually say, do you, "Do you fancy going to the pub?" And they weren't joking. You know, it was a bit of a, a well, tough go. We, we so, all went out of habit, didn't we? Mm. That's what it was—just habit, so you, not enjoyment. So you came in. You initially took thirty percent uh, in like a phased. It was like a phased handover. Yeah, yeah. Came on to the centenary year. Right, ah, I see. So that wasn't really a learning the ropes kind of oh, thing. That was that was Ken's uh, Ken's ego, yeah. let's say. Um, how was it with uh, Ken Davey and Andrew Watson? Um, business like not a very open question. Um, obviously, um, I don't think we're on each other's Christmas cards list, um, which is often you'd expect to be. Um, it's business like. Uh, we've had lots of disagreements over the years. Um, but we've both been trying to do what's best for our respective clubs. You know, been trying to do what's best for you know Huddersfield Town, um, and Ken's been trying to do what's the best for for the Giants, and um, and that's been fine. And I had a brief encounter or a brief few months with Andrew Watson, nice guy, um, but obviously Stan Turner was his man. Mm-hmm. And uh, when um, we got rid of Stan, then um, you know, Andrew um, uh, departed with him on the on his own on his own accord, and. Uh, and that was it. That was probably the start of my era, really, when, when Stan walked out to the door. So Ken Davey, the examiner ran, <clears throat> excuse me, the examiner ran a headline which said Saint or Sinner. Ken yeah, the, the, the unfair, to be fair, on the, on, on the um, you know, I know he wasn't held in the best light with Huddersfield fans and, and, and isn't to this day, but I think the examiner was, I think it was uncalled for that. And uh, Ken moved aside. You, you took majority control when Stan Turner left uh, and Ken... Took the title of life president. Does he still? Does he still hold that? Title? Yes, yes, um, yep, yep. It's what he wanted, um, you know. So, um, you know, to me, titles aren't important to me. Not interested. So, if somebody wants that title, um, then that's fine. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty relaxed with it. Whatever floats your boat, I think. Right? Whatever floats your boat. You know, so, if that's important, then then crack on. Yeah. So those battles, not really battles, then by the sounds of it, with Ken David, but sort of the shares issue was was one thing that kind of. It got a bit ugly, didn't it, at times? More so with between sets of fans, really. The sort of Huddersfield Giants and Huddersfield Town, they kind of turned on each other a bit, a little bit. I'm someone who, who likes both clubs. I like Huddersfield yeah, Town. Yeah. Than Anything with Huddersfield, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, yeah but it, yeah. it kind of got a bit bit daft, whereby they both would refuse to support each other, um, which was a shame, I thought. It seemed a bit yeah. counterproductive. Um, so how, how did that process go with taking the shit? Because Ken Davey, for those who don't know, um, took over the, the CBA of the, the football yep. club. He, the shares were valued at two pounds. He took those. Um, the cynics among us would say Ken Davy bought the football club so that Huddersfield Giants wouldn't, you know, the stadium company wouldn't go under, so the Huddersfield Giants would have somewhere to to play. Um, he ran the club. It, it just self sustainable. It's fair to say. I think you know he, he didn't. He put some money in. I think. I think from from a, a, a fan's perspective, me looking in. Um, I think um, it had a good start. You know, mm. obviously they had. I think it's quite um, common knowledge. Some like ten people turned about first years training with Peter Jackson. Mm. I thought they got Jacko back. Uh, I was a fan at this point, um, awesome, yeah. and I think that was a good move. 
They had Terry Yorath, who was obviously, I think, the brains behind um, behind Jacko's enthusiasm. And I think it was a great partnership, and I think we had some um, uh, youngsters who got put together very quickly, and um, we became a team. And those youngsters took the chance. I think it was the young guns. We won't say too much about the young guns, and yeah. uh, it was the young guns. I think they did really well. Um, but obviously, as it unfolded, we got promoted in our first year, which I think was fantastic. Um, but then from that point, it was pretty obvious. Um, I think we failed in our second year playoffs at Barnsley, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah where 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 Andy Rich was their manager, yeah. wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we won first leg, didn't we? We took a big fall in two Taylor one. Flet- Taylor Fletcher scored a beauty. I, I thought. Yeah. I, I think Andy we all thought that's yeah. it. Right, done. Ra- yeah, I did as well. To be Ra- fair, had a stinker in his second leg, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think we also sold. Um, 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 uh, oh, Stra- Johnstead. Johnstead. Yeah. My goodness me, uh, Johnstead to um, to Blackburn for one point something million. So I think probably Ken thought actually this is pretty easy. This yeah. <laughs> we just we just got promoted with the with, with, with a team full of kids, uh, but just sold the striker for one point two million quid, um, and then we had a great season the season after yeah. um, with John Worthington as captain, and we we narrowly missed out on the playoffs. And I think from that point. It went sour, and I think the football club ended up costing Ken more than he'd like, more than he expected, um, and 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 that was it really. And uh, you know, I made an approach. Um, it was me who approached Ken, and it was obvious Ken, um, you know, wanted to sell, and uh, and the deal was done. Um, but obviously, Ken wanted to step on for the for the centenary. But I, I, I tell you a story about it actually. So now you want stories. I actually bottled it, um, so. I'd had a couple of meetings with Ken um, about taking over the club and I went to Tenerife on holiday um, and I remember going to a hotel and there was Pearson mm-hmm. in the pool yeah mm-hmm. and the guy who owns Flamingo Land on oh, the beach the guy, Bradford City guy yeah, yeah Bradford yeah. City guy on the beach and I'm looking at those two guys thinking well I know Pearson because he you know leads or whatever there and I know the Flamingo Land guy because I've seen him on TV in Bradford City and I didn't want to be that yeah, person where people go, you know, hey, it's Dean Oil. I didn't want that. And I went back and I said to Ken, I've decided against it. I, I don't want to buy it anymore. Um, and then, you know, Ken convinced me um, and got myself back on track. And, and then I took it. Um, so, so, yeah. I've got so, so, fact, Ken Derby for so, Ken Derby is the same. <laughs> Ken Derby is the same, yeah. yeah. It's all too. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so so that's how it that's how it really happened, and um, you know we we that's it that's history really now. Yeah, so they sounded like from looking in. So we're, we're obviously looking in, and we'll yeah, yeah. we'll reference speculation. If it's wrong, hands up, apologies. But it, it sounded very much like KSDL KSDL were were together, and Ken Dave was together, and you were kind of on the periphery a little bit, and. You won't be too far wrong. Yeah, and there were certain yeah. things that Huddersfield Town were no longer benefiting from. I think Ken David changed the rental structure, um, which benefited them. No, no, no. The rental structure, as it's been well documented by Ken, it, it's set in stone. Yeah, um, not it can't be changed. Well, quite frankly, anything can be changed as long as you have every party agreeing. Um, unfortunately for the football club, and this will have to change going forward, um, is that you know we pay. Or the football club pays. Um, eight, it's based on attendances, and obviously we have twenty odd games. The Giants have thirteen. We have twenty thousand a game. They have four thousand a game. So it means we pay eighty five percent of the rent. Mm-hmm. And the frustrating thing for the football club 
is, um, and, and I have a simple saying, is that the giants um, want parity on everything until it comes to putting the hand in the pocket and they all want to bring 15% out. And that is the relationship. So um, remember, that was a relationship when yeah. I first took over, apart from we had no shareholding. Yeah. So the, the board, uh, we could only uh, take board members to a board meeting at KSDL by invitation of the giants. So pretty moral, isn't it? Absolutely to be fair. wrong, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Why yeah. well, a little bit? Deep. So obviously, we're painting the stands now. Is that is that a kind of sign that things are a little bit different than we're kind of bossing the stadium now? Because that that were really interesting for me. All of a sudden, these town colours are being painted on ours. Yeah, I'm reading too much into it. No, no. We've had those seats. We bought those seats in the first <laughs> season of the Premier League. So we bought all the white seats because the bottom line is that the the stadium is um, 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 it's not falling down. But, it's 25 but years old, it's, yeah, it is, it is, and it's been starved of money over the years. Yeah, yeah? Uh, for whatever reason, it's been starved of money. So um, the football club is very reluctant to put money in for capital expenditure. Um, the council can't give any money because they've got their ward members to please, and the rugby club simply can't afford. So we decided uh, we'd like to improve the stadium. So I think in our first year of the Premier League, we spent something like between four and five million. Some of it was on our own back, like the boardroom, etc. We we really upgraded, but some of it were regulatory. So things like the floodlights, all, all the um, all the TV work, all the all the cabling, we had to do. Yeah. yeah? Now, to be fair, it was KSDL's responsibility to do that work. They have a duty, and um, you know they're obliged to make the stadium fit for both sports, both rugby and both football, in whichever division they play. So we could have really forced KSDL into a really sticky corner. But, you know, who we are, we decided, you know, what we'll do, we will pay for all that work. So it cost them between four and five million pounds. And part of that was the blue around the, the concourse and the white seats. It's only now um, that they're really allowing us to put them in. Because for the last two years, we came to a deal um, with the stadium, that we would um, uh, we would um, probably pay more rent while we're in the Premier League. We would pay the Giants' rent, um, but in return, or and also pay money for capex because we're in the Premier League, we're getting millions. In return, we would take control of the stadium. We would take control of catering, sponsorship revenue. Um, we can have the the branding as Huddersfield Town. But then the goalpost moved, and I don't want to get into it just now, but the goalpost moved, so we backed out of the deal. Right. But we were left with probably 10,000 white seats in, 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 in the running track. So um, it's only now they're actually allowing us to put them in. And to be fair, it looks really good, yeah, and it looks, it looks special. Is that all the stands, Dean, or just the behind the goal? Oh, every stand, yeah. Every stand. Every stand white, so yeah. Blue and white, Monday, white. Yeah. And you know something? It looks really good, and I think the frustrating thing for me as chairman is that a deal, because the goalposts had moved, financially the goalposts had moved, it just wasn't to be um, uh, in our Premier League. So we were on the world stage, but actually the stadium which we played in didn't look as good as it should have done. And that's a, I believe that's a missed opportunity from a KSDL and the council uh, perspective. Yeah, because they're selling their town. Yeah, you know, yeah, but the horse has bolted. It's it, yeah. it, it's been a championship now. Still yeah, still waiting for my cable car to Vulcan, Dean. Is, uh, what is cable car to Vulcan? Yeah, is that a coming <laughs> next season? That? <laughs> mm. yeah, we'll leave HD one for, uh, for <laughs> yeah. now. Uh, so yeah, so we'll, we'll move on from from Ken David. Ken, um, I think the last act really was was Stan Turner coming in. Um, I heard that 
from someone quite close that Billy Davies turned said no at one point when you're looking for an initial manager. Um, Martin Allen was your choice? No, there, there, there were only two people in the pot. Um, it was Martin Allen and Stan Turnan. Um, I wanted Martin Allen. Yep. Um, you know, I'm this new guy, kid on the block, and I was faced with, um, remember we'd had Stan, look, maybe both candidates in hindsight, but at the time we had Martin Allen, sorry, we just had um, uh, Andy Ritchie, mm. who was, um, you know, bit <sighs> dour. Dour and, yeah. and uninspirational, yeah. yeah? <laughs> and then I had Stan Turnant, who, right, we're going to, okay, we're going to get, you know, two ton of coal on everybody's backs and they're going to kill the bank. Yeah, um, and then we had um, um, Martin Allen, who you know um, um, was really emotional, yeah. but but in a good way. Yeah. And I thought, God, I need some emotion. I need yeah. some. <laughs> I need some emotion back in this football club. Some so of some spark and get people excited. And yeah, 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 yeah. So so um, the bottom line was um, uh, Stan was Andrew Watson's man. The rumor goes, and I don't, I don't know the answer. The rumour goes that he's, he promised him the Burnley job when Andrew was chief exec at Burnley. It didn't materialise, so he felt he had to do something at Huddersfield. So the bottom line is, I put my, um, um, uh, my, 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 my voice forward in the boardroom. I was also investing money at that time, um, but Ken and Andrew Watson decided against my better judgment to go for Stan Turnham. Um, and I always remember at that point, I read the examiner and this is how naive I was at the beginning. I read the examiner and they quoted me. I was chairman elect, I wasn't chairman, Ken was chairman, but, but they quoted me. And it said, yeah, Stan's the right man for the job. And I looked at the paper and I felt sick because it was complete bollocks, yeah. to be fair. And I vowed, vowed from that point, never, ever, ever to say anything which I didn't believe in, never. Yeah. And it, I still remember that point now. And I just looked at the paper and thought, it's not right and you know to be fair to Stan Stan was a good guy a good guy he had the best sayings of any manager I've ever had um, you know Christmas turkey and Carlisle and, and all that and um, you know it didn't work out but on paper um, we had some right players didn't we could have seen Chris Lachetta coming back he went absolutely dreadful wasn't yeah. it it was shocking David Unsworth on paper I thought this is a team top six and he yeah. started yeah, yeah, yeah. Gary Roberts would have Gary been out of that. Was, well, Gary, well, Gary Roberts was, was 150,000 from yeah. Ipswich. I think he was a, a, a top player. And actually, yeah. Gary Roberts, uh, when we let him go, when we, when we went up from the, 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 the first of the championship, we always thought that you know you need the legs. And obviously, Gary didn't have the legs and the speed. But I think we were so wrong because his set-piece delivery yeah. was incredible. Mm-hmm. And we probably missed, we probably made a mistake by letting him go at that point and I think Gary would have done a good job for us maybe two or three years later yep. in the championship so you get some right you get some wrong I remember we beat Bradford that early on that season we battled 4-0 4-0 4-0 that's it that's it and then Peter away or his, his last game or did he have another one after that I think within about two months later he were gone I don't think he dared come back after the abuse you gave him, did he? Because he Stanton. Oh, I, I, yeah, I had a freebie at Peterborough, but it would be behind Stanton. Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll tell you a story actually about Stan. <laughs> he, he, he said to me on the few. He was a really good guy. Yeah. So, so as a man and a person, um, it was a real. He was a proper guy. Yeah. Obviously, same to be fair. Yeah, but he, 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 he was a proper guy. And do you know something? I know he used to give Augie stick and vice versa. 
but it, it made compelling listening, didn't it? Yeah, you know, it made compelling yeah. listening. And and only to be fair to him, it were probably music to his ears because yeah. we all remember the quotes, don't we? Yeah. You know, Turkey and Carlisle and all this. But he once said to me, I think it was after the Tranmere Rovers game at home. I was going up the kiln. I had a meeting in London on a Sunday. I was selling card factory. I had a meeting in London on a Sunday. So straight after the game, I had to go on the train on the evening. I shot off home and I, I left quite early. I must have left about quarter past five and I got a phone call. And he said, Dean, yep, Stan, can I have a meeting with you? So I whizzed the car around at top of uh, Dalton back and came back down. And he said to me, he said, um, 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 if you want me to leave, I'll go. If you want me to leave, I'll go. And I went, no, Stan, no, it's okay. I said, look, you know, um, we're all behind you, blah, blah, blah. But driving away from that game after that, I thought to myself, if he does that again, yeah. I'm going to take it. So when he did it again, <laughs> we're back at Dalton when he spun around again. I thought, right, so I don't know which game this was. It was another game. He said to me, trying to call me bluff, um, if you want me to go, I'll go. I went, excellent. I said, I'll go and get you all sorted out. And I run out of his office. Am, <laughs> Am, come here, Am. Right, and we, we did his papers, and the day after, we had the meeting in the boardroom and wow. um, shook hands. And at that point, when I shook his hand, I'd read his book. I shook his hand with the longest arm I could find because <laughs> I thought, you know, this could be yeah, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, you know, it, it was it was right as rain. It was gentlemanly yeah. Um, yeah, and, 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 and superb. And, and, and off he went. Yeah. But I remember the second time he offered it, I took it. Yeah, happy Absolutely happy days and, and time to move on. Why and at that point, Andy was do, do you think he was just old school? Do you think, because the players seem to be there, are would it be what we are? Um... I think he was just probably, I think football had probably moved on a little bit. We, we were relieved at that point, thinking, right, now I've got the chance to get who I really want now. Yeah, that's it. Simple yeah. as that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, I, I was investing money into the football yeah. club. And so was Ken at that yeah. point. Um, but, but at this point, you know, your money's going in and you, you really want your man to sort of back up your choices, don't you? It's, yeah, you know. of course we did, yeah. Um, and, and, and off we go. And, and in between... We had uh, Jerry Murphy and Graham Mitchell, yeah. and I think we won. Was it eight on the trot? Yeah, yeah eight on the trot. Our, uh, Bloody hell! I, I, I should have kept him, shouldn't yeah. I? <laughs> um, but you know, we won eight on the trot, yeah, yeah. and um, I interviewed um, lots of people. I think in uh, obviously Lee Clark, um, uh, Nigel Atkins. It, it, it was at Scunthorpe at that point, yeah. and it actually came down to um, um, Lee and, and Nigel at that point right. there were yeah. all sorts of strange names mentioned at that time I remember um, remind me I forgot half of them go on the, I'll tell you it's well, true the, these, these are the names that, that came on. up and I, I didn't believe them at the go time on. but Sam Allardyce was mentioned initially no 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 no, not him no Alan Shearer David no. O'Leary and there no. were quite, Michael Appleton was another yeah, one yeah Mike Appleton came yeah yeah, yeah. so there were quite a few and obviously you filter out the Alan Shearer's don't you think that's not going to happen but, no um, we'll, we'll move on from Stan but what made Lee Clark stand out. I think he was assistant at Norwich at the time to Glen Road. He was, yeah, he was. Um, what made him stand out above maybe Nigel Atkins at that time? I just think his enthusiasm. It's really hard. Do you know something when um, you just get on well with somebody and you think, yeah, he's, 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 he's good. He's talking about the football he wanted to play. Um, I knew he could attract players because of he was Lee Clark and he hadn't been out of um, playing for long. Um he talked about his team, Derek Fazakali, uh, Steve Black, and I thought to uh, Terry McDermott. I thought Terry didn't come straight away. I'll tell you that story in a minute. And um, I just thought to myself, I thought, he inspires me. 
and um, I think he put a really good team together which unfortunately um, we fell at the hurdle of uh, the playoff final um, at Peterborough told, uh, against Peterborough at Old Trafford but Terry came later and I remember saying to Nigel because um, we actually tried um, we're from business so we're new to football uh, but we're learning quick we're learning quick and uh, we tried to put um, um, Barry Horn as Lee Clark's number two because we didn't want Terry McDermott yeah because we just thought Terry McDermott went and put the bets on for the players yeah. <laughs> um, and we wanted to put Barry Horn with um, um, with Lee Clark and it was never going to happen so they had a meeting and it, it, it was just never going to happen and it never materialised so then um, you know um, with his white horse came came Terry McDermott and to be fair to Terry it was a really nice guy really nice guy and um, and there you go so uh, yeah that's the team. Okay, so at this time was it was quite exciting. Two thousand nine, ten. Yeah, fantastic. Really exciting. Good football. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Brilliant. So it was the, it was the start of that. You could just yeah. sense something was happening. I remember the marketing just ramped up, wasn't it? Was it what was the slogan? You you buy the ticket. We'll, we'll buy you buy the seat. We'll get you out of it. Was that the same time? Yeah, yeah. At the time, it was very yeah. different. Yeah, Danny's nodding. Yeah. <laughs> at the time, there was all sorts of things that were quite exciting, they were different. It was such a shift change from Ken Davey. Ken Davey didn't really, like at the Giants now, he doesn't really spend much on marketing, doesn't really, like you say, inspire yeah, 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 but, but to be fair to Ken, he's always, he's never denied that he's not a football fan mm-hmm. and he's always a rugby fan. And, yeah. and, and oh, yeah, you, that's, you that's, know, that's he, he actually came into, he came into rugby through his late wife, Jennifer. Yeah. Um, otherwise, he wouldn't ever read the back page of a paper. Um, but that's him, you know, and, yeah. and I think for, for the Giants, he's done, he's given the stability and done very well, but football yeah. was not his, uh, his sport. Yeah, it's, it's more very of, different, aren't they? Yeah, it's more of a sort of change, you know, how everything was kind of a, a bit more accessible. And I suppose social media was was, was fresh at this point. It was exciting time. We just, yeah, yeah. just sold 16,000 season tickets. And it was good, wasn't course. it? Yeah, it was massive. It was brilliant. Course. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was brilliant. And Absolutely. Also at this time as well, something new was your first pedal for pounds. Um, which was down God, to yeah, South, South End. End, yeah. And, uh, 22 of us. Yeah. We had to, just shows you how far we've come. We had to drag people in. Even my father-in-law, Jared, who was 68 at the time, um, we had to say to him, Come on, you're cycling. Where am I going to? I said, going to South, You're going to South End. I said, It's okay, it's downhill. <laughs> you're okay. And so he did it. But we struggled, and now it's 200 every time, raising yeah. lots of money. So yeah, fun, it's been fantastic, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. And yeah. Yorkshire Air Ambulance and keep it up. Brilliant. Uh, that was for the academy. Yeah, win win. Raised over a million pounds. And, but uh, as two fans, million pounds in total now, yeah. As fans, and we, we talk about this a lot on here, don't we? As much as the football were exciting, you know, all these players are coming in, you Danny Drinkwater, Jordan yeah. Rose, all that kind of stuff. As a fan who's watched town for 40 years, all the stuff that happens, like the pedal for pounds and all the stuff for Air Ambulance and then Foundation, Feeding Kids. It's important. That's, that, that's what makes our football club. We're different. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we're proud of it, yeah. And that's it's more than, and that'll continue, three. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. It's well, to be honest, it, it, it is doing because yeah, they're yeah. doing all sorts of us at minute. We have this man club yeah. and yeah. street yeah. kitchen. Yeah. I feel it's it's phenomenal. And that's that was, it I, makes I, it I, more I, than a football. I'm still a trustee on the town foundation, yeah. so I'm not uh, I'm not walking <coughs> away from that. So uh, yeah, definitely. It's on article. Pop Hill got a new uh, woman owner taking over from that old guy, and, and, right, nice yeah. and, and she really nice what she was saying about back to the community and doing very similar things to what we're doing and yeah. it kind of made you think this is what football's about not what 
Yeah. You know, we're seeing at Bolton and Bury. But why like shouldn't that. it be? You know, let's be fair. It's a shame, and yeah. I've always said this: you cannot control everything what happens on a Saturday afternoon, but you can control mm. the way you you act in the community. Yeah. And Huddersfield Town, you know, look, maybe others follow us now, and, and and they feel it's important. But I think it's probably been as important, or if not more important, to firmly give our self identity away from the Absolutely. pitch as what it has been on the pitch. I think, it's, I think it's great because you belong, your football club belongs to you. You're proud of that, day, then. Yeah. yeah, you are. Yeah. And it's not yeah. just what happens on a Saturday, it's what everything else that, that's yeah. involved. I Absolutely. even like the commercial stuff, I found that quite interesting, but that's, that's yeah. just me being a bit sad. Um, <laughs> so, Lee Clark, um, it, he's a bit marmite, I think, with a lot of people. I, I quite liked him. I, I, I met him once, and I, I like to say, he was, he was, he's kind of like a bundle of nervous energy I found him in. Yeah. Um, but I quite liked him. I like. I love the way yeah, that he, good guy. he promoted the club. You know, he, he he used to go out and he used to say how great Huddersfield Town was yes. in, in in public. And we probably didn't have managers that did that afterwards, um, up until maybe David Wagner. And the way he lifted the profile of the club, I thought was great. It was just such a shame that he couldn't quite get that over the line. And one of the things he gets criticised a lot for, and some of the questions that come in for us as well, everywhere is about him signing sort of 45, 46 players in, in three years, albeit some very good ones in, in Jordan Rhodes, Pilkington, Peter Clark, etc. Yeah. etc. How did transfers work at that time? Because obviously now it's very different with um, your recruitment department and you yeah. know it's built different. How Was that down to Lee Clark every year sort of saying, I need this, 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 this? Um, how, how, how did that, how did it sort of fit together at that time, maybe sort of in the first season? I used to, I used to have an appointment with Lee every Monday morning, walk into training pitch and ask Lee who's that new player is. <laughs> um, no, seriously. Um, two new players. Two, yeah, yeah. Who are they? Um, no, look, Lee, Lee was a really good guy and, and I, I would desperate desperate want, uh, desperately wanted him to, to succeed because if Lee succeeded then so did I and you know it was my first managerial appointment so I backed him to the hilt in hindsight I probably backed him too far yeah uh, but we did have some exceptional players so how did it work we didn't have the same recruitment now most of it in those days came through managers yeah, yeah? and it was tip off so to give you an idea Jordan Rhodes um, you know people might say how did you find Jordan Rhodes in, 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 in Ipswich's reserves? Were quite simple, you know. Um, uh, oh, God, I forgot his name now. The old manager of Everton, um, Joe Royal. Joe Royal. Um, a new term at Dermot, and he said to Terry, "You should look at this guy, Jordan Rhodes. If you sign him, you've won the lottery." And so we did. And that was as simple as that. Um, if you look at Pilkington, uh, we got a tip off about Pilkington. I forgot who from now, but I always remember the story. We got Pilkington in the boardroom, and in the Huddersfield Town boardroom, there's no reception no phone reception and halfway through negotiation with, 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 with um, uh, Pilkington and his agent me and Nigel I sat there as well and Lee puts the other around the door and he said Dean give a word so I went out and he said there's um, um, uh, Cardiff City you know on the phone um, um, the old East chairman Cardiff City on the phone it was at the, at the point and he said um, they want to sign Pilkington and they're trying to get through to him and his agent now so when we're talking to Pilks and uh, he said I'm going to have to go home and speak to my dad about it I said no 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 there's no need and we literally got him to sign there and then and when he came out and he realised Cardiff was in the championship then we tried to sign him but it was fine with it absolutely fine um, and, and, and away you go 
Yeah, you're a serious player, Pilksy. I remember, when, I remember when we got promoted and, and stayed up, he were like, he was straight on Twitter, he were, you know, big us up and yeah, he right. were like, when, you know, when obviously you were going through your illness and things like that, he were very vocal. It seemed like you and him had a, such a great relationship, obviously, at that injury, what was it, with Rochdale, was it on a Tuesday yeah, night? Exactly. Oh, yeah, it, it, it were real. Has he ever been at the same place since? Maybe, maybe not. Well, I think the thing with some footballers is um, is when they go to the football pyramid, uh, some footballers can cope with, with more money and some footballers can't. And yeah. some, some the top, top footballers can cope with the extra pressure of games and they can cope with the financial rewards. Yeah. Uh, not every player can do that. And I think probably maybe Pilks when he went to, to uh, Norwich down the season in the Premier League. Um, and then it's probably been not a huge downhill journey for him from there, but he's been very injury prone. And, um, you know, to be fair to Norwich, they signed him and while they had a pretty semi-broken ankle. Um, but he was um, good he, he was well, a right? super yeah. talent, was looking yeah, to him. That goal against Sheffield Wednesday. Yeah. yeah. It around. yeah. yeah. Left foot, right foot. He was yeah, a proper player. As a, as a front. Like yeah, a front to be fair, to be fair, he, down, he yeah. could have played for us as he was at that point in the Premier League last yeah, season. Doubt, yeah, yeah he's, he's, he's a top-top player. In that Millwall, that first season, obviously, when we lost that second leg, I... Oh, a bit good, but I kind of felt it was just like the development. We we were kind of a school that night. I think we maybe froze a bit. The first leg, obviously, was a bit of a struggle. Did were you really disappointed, obviously, to losing the class? But did you just see it as kind of part of the journey? Or how did you kind of come away from Millwall that night? Um, uh, relieved, I got home alive. To be fair, <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember leaving that. Minute, I remember it? leaving that game. And it was so intimidating. Was and we bloody lost. Yeah. I think, my God, if, well, if we'd have won. Coaches were getting the windows bricked and all. Yeah, it was really scary, scary night. Well, I always remember that point. You know, um, the Millwall fans were actually passing cans of lager down to each, everybody. <laughs> yeah. And I always remember, I was actually in the stand at the back of the goal with Daniel and his friend Harry at that point. And I remember the ball went out of play and uh, Robert Williams went to pick up the ball yeah. and the Millwall fans looked at him and said come and get it mm. <laughs> he went no yeah, it, it? and did not something yeah. it bottled it and yeah, it did. I think unfortunately we got we got intimidated and bullied yeah, out of that game absolutely. Absolutely. so then the year after Lee wanted to sign um, experienced pros so went from young and exciting to more risk averse mm. yeah. and that's probably where it, I think it kind of yeah. went a little bit wrong yeah yeah yeah, uh, uh, yeah, that was on my agenda. <laughs> I was going to say, was that was that I was going to say was that a conscious thing? Because it seemed like Alan Lee came in. Neil's favourite player is Alan Lee. He came in. Joker Johnson was a bit more experienced. Came in. Um, no, that was the year after. Was that the year after? So that was after. Um, that was, if I'm right, I'm wrong. I thought that was after Peterborough. It was. It was after Peterborough. Because our first game was Notts County away, yeah, three and a half thousand town fans. Joey Goodman's first game, yeah. yeah, yeah. So we're talking Anthony K time. No, we are. We're talking Anthony K. We're talking. Yeah, definitely wrong. <laughs> wrong. I remember the shirt because that shirt was the black and the blue and red one. It would definitely. Can I have a vote? I would say Joey Goodman uh, signed for us after Peterborough, but in between Millwall. And the Peterborough game it's that season. Google, here we go. In between that game, we signed people like Anthony Kay, and that's where yeah. they wanted that kind of yeah, steel. Kay came in, in the game, that yeah. first yeah. series season. Yeah. Yeah. You know two thousand ten. So which season is that? Who's that? That is two ten eleven. Is the Peterborough season? Always right. What a season that would have What do I know? I thought. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were ending up automatic, and then that that night against Bournemouth, 
when Anthony K, I thought we were done when when he was at school. Yeah, uh, think everybody was everybody was that. And then K just I don't know it let like some the place went absolutely nuts. That, that was some game of football. Like, it was incredible. Like would have thought Bournemouth. Would I, be I would say that. that was to be fair the best game of football I've seen in ten years. As in excitement. Yeah, it was really yeah the Sheffield you four all. Oh, for it. Yeah, but that worked. I said, Dave, for all four sacks, never did this, did he? <laughs> Actually, Daniel has wanted to get into this podcast. Don't I sit in my seat, Daniel? You know, <laughs> No, no, that was, that, was, that was incredible because Daniel scored for them, didn't he, as well? Yeah, he did. And, yeah. and that was an incredible yeah, game. When Kate uh, put that penalty, our bottom tier uh, thing, it was just incredible. The place everyone ran on it. Were absolutely well, at that point, that. Yeah. I was in the manager's uh, office with Lee Clark watching it on TV. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> See, you're getting to know lots now, aren't you? <laughs> so I don't depend on the shootouts, can you believe it? Um, and I noticed Lee had gone. So in the director's box, I noticed Lee had gone. And I thought he must be in the office. So I went to the office and he sat there watching the penalties on TV. And one went in and he yeah, yeah. And then as Anthony Kay took the penalty, obviously there's a delay, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah. So we heard boom outside like a big thud yeah. yeah obviously people just jumping up and then Terry Matt Dermott running down the corridor we've done it we've done it <laughs> and me and Lee okay. just screamed out straight onto the pitch and then we just got marauded by <laughs> thousands <laughs> of fans <laughs> coming you know <laughs> like with Zulu like you know with that, that film everybody's coming the opposite way and we and, and, and that was a great night but do you know something we probably celebrated and to be fair it's only Peterborough when yeah, yeah. they played their game we probably celebrated a little bit too early, but what an emotional game. Yeah. It was ping, 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 yeah. goals here, goals there, penalties. It was wow. For a new for watching oh. that, hell of a game. Being well, involved hell in a hell of a game, but... Our players semi finals ought to have their own DVDs. We just, the Lincoln stuff before. Yeah. It's incredible. I'll give you some excitement in 10 years, boys, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> it's been alright. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to talk about that P word now, aren't we? Uh, Ugh. Well, Peter Peter I'll tell you what, Davey, I, I felt it just didn't feel right to me. It didn't feel like a town game. It was at Old Trafford. There were a lot of people I saw I've never seen before. I just had a bad, there was just a bad smell about it. Because we're all those idiots up in the yeah. yeah, scrapping with each other. And that, that was horrendous. Then. Yeah, it was. Because there were sat there all kids that you were really for all the kids to want you. Horrendous. And they were sat there. And, and there's obviously the old team that, left for there. The I think that was the first worst violence I've seen at Huddersfield Town yeah. or a game yeah. since, yeah. We, since we played uh, Chelsea in the FA Cup in 1982 I think it was yeah. 81 you know so, uh, that one that, that was <laughs> bad <laughs> Daniel doesn't understand those days oh, that, was, that, that was horrendous that did one. it hurt you doing with them t-shirts getting thrown about does that yeah it did that, actually yeah it did I went into the pitch I remember consoling uh, Benica Forby and um, Lee had gone into the dressing room and I went, um, it was a walk into the dressing room, into the corner, you know, somebody threw, somebody threw a shirt at me, and he said, shit, and I picked the shirt up, and I whizzed it back, I don't know what, I don't know what I was whizzing it back at, but I was whizzing it back into the crowd, and I thought that was, I thought it was piss poor, if I'm, hey, I'd swear on it, yeah, can it edit it? I think, I think, we're, I think, I think we're don't, don't let him edit that bit. No, 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 no. It was really, really poor. And I felt down. But I went to the dressing room and Lee was distraught in the corner. And I said, um, I'm not going to sack you. We'll go again. Not ready. And we went again the season after. How did you feel when McCantony did his carry on their celebration or were you not bothered about Do you know that? something? I, I, 
it's really hard this it took me until we beat Sheffield United to watch that game wow. seriously yeah. so it wasn't until we beat Sheffield United um, um, the season after yeah. right? mm. um, to watch the game I couldn't watch the goal of the three goals I, never I couldn't it. watch it I couldn't Good chance for us, yeah. like an up and goal. We're all miles off. Yeah, we're all miles off. Was that Danny Ward that lifts that bar in half because he didn't save at Wembley? Yeah, but no, Darren Canthony, to be fair, you know, it got promoted. Yeah. And let's be fair, against all the odds, yeah. you know, I remember reading his book, you know, he gave me a copy, signed copy. Yeah. Yeah. No, he <laughs> gave me a signed himself. copy. I, rem- I remember reading his book and, um, you know, we had 32,000, they had just below 20,000. The sponsor from um, Empower, you know, was a Huddersfield fan at that point, mm-hmm. and it just felt everything was against yeah. him yeah. until he saw the team sheet. Mm-hmm. And when he saw John Rose not on the team sheet, he thought, happy days. Yeah. And then uh, that gave him a boost. So for him to celebrate, look, there's so much pressure in football. What were your thoughts that day when oh, you know, John Rose started? Well, we'll talk about that in a minute. But, <laughs> but, <laughs> I was so I was so gutted yeah. after that game because they know something who puts your chairman up mm. there's nobody's there no. so so you know I, you to pick everybody else on yeah, yeah and now we're absolutely gutted and it took um, a lot mm. of the summer for me to get my head around that and then um, the season after um, if we'd have lost that playoff final against Sheffield United I really don't know to this to this day how I would have pulled myself around from that because yeah. I'd lost in semis against Millwall, mm-hmm. uh, final against Peterborough, yeah. and then final against Sheffield United. Yeah. So what do I have to do to get over the line? Yeah, yeah. Did yeah, we have yeah. eighty-five points that year? I just felt that yeah, it was going to be automatic. It felt like we had been snatched away from us. But Southampton, d- d- no, no. I remember um, um, laid on the sofa at home, you know, and I was listening to Brighton versus Southampton mm. and we needed Southampton not to win that game and I remember it was like with 10 minutes to go Brighton were beating them 1-0 they were winning 1-0 and I thought oh, if worse comes to the worst they're not going to win it's going to be a draw and they lost, they lost 2-1 mm. and that absolutely put a, a knife into us and twisted yeah. us that, that was horrendous that yeah. but went into the playoffs um you know, and, and it just wasn't to be, and probably um, Lee could never get his. We're talking about this, I mean, Daniel on the way over. Lee could never get his head how to combat the um, um, the diamond of Peterborough. Yeah. So that's why we always ended up playing um, three in the middle, yeah. sacrificing the striker. He looks at Benica Fobi and Jordan Rhodes, and um, he always preferred to pay, play uh, Benick in, uh, in, 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 in his lone striker than Jordan who wasn't as athletic and that's what happened on that day probably we treated it more like an away game yeah. than a home game Instead of going second but, but do you know something yeah. hindsight is a wonderful yeah. thing but yeah. the regret I have today is if we'd have got promoted that day we'd have had a young Peltier we'd have had Pilkington we'd have had the young Jordan Rhodes yeah. we'd, we'd, we'd have had a younger younger Peter Clark and you know something it was prime to have a good season yeah. in the championship but then we sold pelts to, to Leicester yeah. uh, pelts went to um, um, uh, Norwich and it kind of broke up and um, did it wind you up in that Ricky Lambert did the business for them obviously were we after him or, or is that just business sometimes you get it wrong and, and sometimes you get oh, it oh we get a lot right. wrong yeah. that's life yeah you know you, know, you know you know, you win some you win some and you lose some you know yeah. we'll be talking now about Harry Maguire going to um, uh, Man United for what 18 million yeah. 
you know, we got offered him three million quid, you know, and our head of scouting at that point turned it down uh, when I was at Sheffield United and said, no, it's too slow, you know. Hindsight's a wonderful thing, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, well, come on, I've got some, some players, because that's one of the popular things yeah. people ask yeah. about, isn't it, what, what could have been. One thing that I, f- I had a friend who, who worked as a, a scout at the time at, at Huddersfield as an academy one, and he's he, he'd learned from somebody, he reckoned that, this again is conjecture yeah. again, and he reckoned that if we were to get promoted that day, um, we would have gone for George Boyd and Cricket, Craig Michael Smith from Peterborough, so I'm not sure if that's any truth in that. But another, Possibly. Another question that came is, well, how far could do you think Lee Clark could have maybe gone? Maybe that's changed his career, that one game, and how far do you think that team would have gone um, straight after that? And maybe, maybe Lee Clark's career goes in a different direction as well. I think we'd have, um, uh, well, Gary Roberts, also a great player, would have been a lot younger as well. Yeah. So I think we'd have um, um, had a great season in the championship. We'd have, we'd have strengthened as chairman. I'd have been on the high. Yeah. Um, I'd have invested a bit more. Yeah. You know, sweet money into the place. Yeah. And um, and I think we'd have really pushed on. I'm not saying we'd have got promoted to the Premier League, but I think we'd have had a really good season of consolidation. In, in, in the championship so obviously you know I remember George Boyd I think they wanted a million pound for him which you know it was a lot of money for us at that point in 2010 11 or 12 um, but now it's it, 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 it's uh, you know it's smart money isn't it to be fair and yeah. then and that's football really it is so we'll move on to the next season unless you guys have got anything on, on that particular no. season but no but sorry just to regret on if Jordan Rhodes would, would you have picked him we, when you saw the same sheet did you think no Jordan you were out of gas though then Neil I think people think that he were like doing the business he won if you remember that time it, it taught, I, I thought at the time I want to one off game yeah though. you think about it now I think what were he doing but I just remember at the time not being too like yeah. mad with it obviously at the end the reason back, he but, didn't get picked is because of formation so Lee was paranoid that if we played 4-4-2 um, then the diamond in the middle which they did that season they would lose yeah. 5-0 or something yeah. to him down, down at uh, Peterborough yeah. they, they they'd have absolutely well, ripped us and, and Lee couldn't get his head around that formation and it wasn't just the formation they had some really good people yeah. in the middle of the park so then they started playing Peltier in the middle didn't yeah. they yeah, yeah. 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 To, to, to kind of most yeah. it up and then Benick was a better um, um, number nine on his own than what Jordan was, yeah. um, and that's that that that's it. So Kevin Kilban as well was was in midfield, wasn't he? Yeah, Kilban. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know. How will Lee Clark come into that next season, though, Dean? What because you said it took a while for you to get over it. Did you sense that? Because two playoff final semis defeats and final, obviously that takes a lot out of you. Did you feel no, like fine. you slid it? With, it was no, just fine. Like, yeah, they were all. It was yeah. fine. Absolutely fine. Um, you know, he bought a few more players, so that kept him happy. Um, and it obviously reinvigorated. You know, I remember um, the first game we had that season was Notts County away. Yeah. And we took three and a half thousand and yeah. filled the whole, yeah, all down the side. And I think we, they just got promoted yeah, from the old second division. Murdered. Absolutely yeah. murdered them. Yeah. It, 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 it went against boys, wasn't it? Yeah. And I remember Jurgen Johnson dictating play. Um, it, 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 it was superb. And Joe Garner, yeah, yeah, Joe Garner, yeah. And I think, that season, wasn't it? Yeah, and I think, yeah, and I think from that point, um, it just, it just didn't happen. And the reason I got rid of Lee is he wanted it that much. He wanted success that much. He just couldn't get it. 
they just couldn't get it. This is a hard thing to explain, yeah, yeah. but you've got to, you've got to be, it's like a marriage. Yeah. You've got to be married to somebody to really understand what makes them tick and what mood swings and, and Lee wanted it that much. He just couldn't do it. So the infamous story goes, am I talking too much? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The infamous story goes, and we still call Lee Clark Cafe, don't we? Yeah, that was laughing because <laughs> we were skiing in yeah. um, in a place called Arosa in Switzerland at half term. When I go skiing, and we're skiing, and I remember we got an international break that week. Yeah, I've been just played Sheffield United, and I think we'd lost one 0 uh-huh. against Sheffield yeah. United. Yeah. Okay, I wasn't at the game. I think it was at the midweek or Saturday. I don't know. Tuesday night. Tuesday yeah, night. Yeah, so Wednesday morning. I'm skiing and I'm chewing things over and I'm quite a decisive person. When your mind's made up, your mind's made up. Yeah. To be fair, that's that's and you you either get it right or you get it wrong. And we went for a coffee break about what, ten in the morning, eleven in the morning? Yeah, about that. And um, there's a few of us, and we're a big group of um, another family, all Sheffield Wednesday fans, and they've got young kids and whatever, but they're all into football. And um, I said to Richard, who was my chief exec at the time at Car Factory. I said, I'm going to sat late. When? I said, I'm going to do it now. And I walked out of the cafe and I phoned him up and, and I said, Lee, I'm going to let you go. I'm sorry. And um, he couldn't believe it. And maybe I should have done it face to face, but we are where we are. Yeah. But I decided that even before the Sheffield United game, I had to, I had to do something because he wasn't going to get us up that season. Now, Lee will say he would have got us up. Absolutely, and why and why wouldn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah, you know, hindsight's a little thing, and I did it. And maybe I should have had him face to face, or got the chief exec, and but I rang up over the phone, and um, and off we went, and they went our separate ways, and then uh, um, it was it was between two people, between Neil Warnock and Simon Grayson, and then um, Neil was my first choice, and he went to Leeds. Ken Bates offered him, um, uh, they were in the championship at that time, if I'm right in thinking, we were yeah. in the first division. Yeah. And Ken offered him a big promotion bonus if he got leads into the Premier League. And I just couldn't compete with that bonus at that point because getting to the, the championship yeah. is not the same money as no, getting to the Premier League, as you can imagine. Yeah. So um, and Neil went to um, yeah, Leeds, probably the only job he's ever taken with no success. <laughs> yeah. um, and then I took Simon, who I was, I was equally happy with. Um, he had a rocky start. But then he stabled the ship, and out of all the managers I've had, as a team with, with um, uh, Snods and uh, Dusty, Dusty Miller, yeah, uh, Ian Miller, um, I would say they were the best team. Right. Yeah, not the best manager, but the best team of individuals, yeah. and they they all spied for each other, and it worked really, really well. And after three thousand penalties, we finally got over the line. I don't think what helped Lee being was that unbeaten run. I I felt that became a big. Mm, Millstone around his neck. We were coming at games. I thought trying to not lose. That's right, isn't it? Yeah, I, I yes, just felt that you know, and much were made of that run and mocked like, really. But I, I just thought that was a problem. And, and you probably didn't see that Sheffield United game if you were sacked him. But I remember that game thinking, yeah. this if this guy's on, we're not even going to get it playoffs here. I, I just remember feeling yeah, it. Really it like, when Simon came, didn't it? Because first couple of games we were over two 0 at Stevenage and we were over three 0 at Bury. Yeah. yeah, and you're just thinking well, that, that, when John McCool made a foul, yeah. well, yeah. well, yeah. that, so that team that's there, yeah. that's yeah. Well, well, uh, another bit of gossip for you as well. I'm, it's all coming back to me oh, now. Okay. <laughs> keep it going, Dolph. What you're not getting out. <laughs> um, um, I remember getting Terry McDermott into the boardroom. I don't know why he came into the boardroom, 
but I gave him a right bollocking one day. Lee wasn't there. And I said to Terry, I said, Terry, this was before the unbeaten run. I said, why can't we? I said, we've got the best squad in the league. Why can't we go and put a run together, an unbeaten run? Why can't we do it, Terry? You know, why can't we go 10 games unbeaten? We just can't do it. Why can't we do it? Bloody hell. 43 games later. <laughs> and that is no word, that is no word of a lie. He got a bollocking. I'm not sure whether the bollocking made us go and beat him for 43,000 games. Does it mean to take credit for it? Though? Yeah. But, but well, do you know something? Yeah. Something happened yeah. and we just didn't lose. Yeah. So we'll wrap up Lee Clark, I think, with the, I think there's a few things. I think the Steve Black... Um, oh, you want to know now, yeah. don't you? Uh, do you know, Steve Black had his say in the book, so I think maybe you should have your say. What, what did he say just before I put my foot in it? He swore, <laughs> didn't he? I think he said, he said something about... He said something in front of the players and he said, that man's not the man I know. That man was a see you next Tuesday or something like that in the book um, so now is your right to so reply now is your right to reply to, to Blackie who seemed like a I'll, I'll, I think Blackie seemed like a top man yeah well, you're enjoying you're enjoying tonight aren't you yeah hot car man no 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 I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what exactly what happened we went, we went to all of them yeah and we, and we lost what it 1-0 and to be fair end of the game all of them it was like um, they won the cup final yeah uh, we turned up in our fancy coach uh, with all our with all our um, uh, uh, poachers and all our superstars for League One. Um, you know some good players, but every time we go to all of them, they give us such a good kicking. Yeah. We go home with our tail between our legs, yeah. and I, I just got absolutely peeved off of it. Yeah. So I wrote in the program notes, in famous program notes, yeah. do we really want this? Do we really? How hungry are we to get promoted? Or actually, is life so nice for us all? We're not bothered what happens, but I want it hard. So I wrote the program notes, and I think we played Exeter on the Saturday, and we lost. Um, and I think Paul Tisdale called it is 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 probably the best result Exeter's ever had in their life. Uh, but obviously we had turmoil behind the scenes, so obviously players weren't happy what I'd wrote. Um, so after the Exeter game, um, Lee said to me, he said, um, "We're not happy." So what I'll do, I'll address all the players and I'll address everybody. Everybody on the dress. Um, I've never told this story before, so this is exclusive. This yeah. is exclusive, yeah. And I don't want the examiner writing it if you're listening. <laughs> um, so I got them all in fantastic media. There's all the players. Lee Clark's at the side of me, um, uh, stood up. Jordan Rose on the front. On the, and I mentioned Jordan because remember when it was all kicked off, he squirmed in his seat and he kind of disappeared. <laughs> it was a nice lad with yeah. Jordan. And Steve Black was right at the back, yeah? And halfway through, he puts his hand up. I said, yes, Steve? Yeah, you're not going to edit this, are you? If you don't no. want to, no. Right, okay. In case he edits it, <laughs> I'm warning you, viewers. He's not edited it. He put his hand up and he said, um, I've listened to what you say. Put your fingers in your ears, Daniel. <laughs> he said, do what you are, Dean. He says, no. He says, you are this loyal twat in front of all the players all the staff and I went well that's your opinion Steve and and and, and I said right okay and that, that's it and I kind of moved off at that point Jordan Rhodes is like trying to disappear into his seat yeah. thinking you know all the players yeah. eyes He's were like looking elsewhere <laughs> and obviously I think he tried to have a siege mentality yeah, yeah? so I think he tried to do it in a positive way yeah um, but then the day after I sacked him. 
That's it. <laughs> How can you not sack him? No, you've got to do You've got to sack him, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, Plays the cart for everybody else, too. That's it. You've got to sack yeah. him. But you know, Steve is a great guy. Mm. And he'd said it with the right intentions. Yeah. Um, it didn't work out as he probably expected. Um, he still sends me texts now. Okay. And I still send him texts. So the playoff, well done, Dean. Fantastic. Blackie. Um, he's a great guy. Yeah. He's a really, really top, top guy. Um, and that's it, you know. That, that's it. The, so, the nature of the environment, though, where you've got a lot of passionate professional people. Yeah, you're not all going to get it all the time. It's impossible. It's just not. It's not right, is it? You just no, you can't. can't. You know. So, you know. but there's a step in. I can't say that. Just took it a little step too far. Yeah, but it's your boss. There is. Oh, one last story about Lee before we finish. The classic. This. We played Rochdale away night game and we lost three nil. Yeah. Yeah. yeah? But actually. Yeah. I thought we played pretty well. Yeah. We did. We did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Did and, well, and on the way out, I, I, the chairman shook my hand. He's a real nice guy, the Rochdale chairman. And I said to him, I said, I can't believe we've lost that game. And he shook my hand and said, you have, you have some 3-0. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay, yeah. So after it, I thought, I'm going to go to the dressing room and I'm going to tell all the players, forget the result. If you carry on playing like that, you're going to get promoted. Hands down, fantastic. I went to the dressing room and it was a bit like an L shape. Yeah, you walk into a room, like a, a lavatory. You walk into a room, there's a, there's a wall. So you can't. So I went around the corner and I got rammed in. So somebody followed me in and Lee is giving the players an absolute oh, hairdryer. He, he's absolutely ripping them. <laughs> useless, 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 useless. He's in, he's in tears. He's hysterical. And I'm thinking, shit, yeah. I want to go in and say, if you can play that, lads, we're going to get promoted. And I tried to reverse out and I couldn't try to listen to it all. So, uh, yeah, so that was uh, one of the worst <laughs> things. But then I went down to training the morning after and I addressed the players and said to them, I wanted to say it last night, but hey-ho, if you carry on like that, guys, you're going to get promoted. And even now, I think Anthony Pilkington, when he writes his things, or he always mentions yeah. that game. Yeah. That the chairman came down nine o'clock in the morning, the morning after, and he gave us all a right, a right boost. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Season when Sam and Grayson got that, I always think there's a lot of bollocks to do reading where people say these are going to win the playoffs because they're coming in on a good form. I just think no, every time we've gone up, it's total bollocks. We've come in in great form and not made it. But that MK Don's game, we were it were red hot. We put on a performance. I just thought. Wow, this is it. Yeah. But typical town, we did his best to bugger it up at home, didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> it was an incredible night. That well, yeah, because we're two and up, and then Jordan scored at home to make it 3 1. Yeah. Then they decided they were going to come back and give us a, a bit of a game. And to be fair to MK Dons, and um, I remember Pete Wilkerman, Winkleman going out to the, the, the boardroom that day and saying, Make sure you get promoted this time, because it was our third, third yeah, attempt, yeah. wasn't it? he's a good guy yeah yeah, he's a good guy so that was Jordan Rhodes' 40 goal season he was was incredible that year was Jordan Um, something else which came up that year was was a rumour that there was always rumour for Jordan was going to move and I don't know where this fits in in the timeline it was either that January or that summer whereby there's a rumour whereby Andy Rhodes Jordan's dad came in and demanded a move for him don't don't know if that's true or fact or fiction I'm getting off my chest now aren't I it was at Christmas um, apparently, from the agent, um, uh, West Ham wanted wanted to bid three million for him, and I said, absolutely no way are we going to sell Jordan Rhodes to West Ham 
in this season. Forget it, it's, it's not going to happen. So we ended up giving Jordan a new contract. Um, he got more money, not a significant amount, but enough to keep him to keep him motivated. Yeah. Um, and then come the end of the season, um, it was obviously the Blackburn. Yep. Um, and to cut a long story short, it started. Did they have Shebby Singh yeah, at Blackburn? Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah, they had yeah. the football. Yeah. And their manager at the point, at the time, was the manager, the Scottish guy? Keane. Well, Keane, Steve, Steve Keane. Yeah. He'd been going into, into pre season, he'd been going into other football's a small world, and, and the word gets about. He'd been going into other dressing rooms or with the managers saying, Yeah, I've got Jordan, you know, he's going to sign for us and whatever. Um, and they came in with a bit of two million. And it, I just get it just getting batting it away, batting it away, batting it away. And then I were in Paris actually on on the weekend away, and Nigel rang me up and he said um, um, uh, they've come in at six. And I went, all right, it's getting it's getting interesting now. Um, went to seven. I said no. Seven. Went to seven. No. Went to eight. And I went no. So it's say nine. And at that point, they lost the plot with me and said no, it's eight or nothing. So we accepted the deal. And um, and John went on his way. But at the point, Jordan, his father Andy, who was um, a, a character, um, Nigel rang me up and said, "Dean, I've got Jordan, his dad, in reception, and I can assure you, Jordan's dad's going to come and kick my head in. He wants to go to Blackburn." <laughs> and and they just tried to force the move. And all's well, what ends well. And Jordan's a super guy. He always texts me when we got promoted. Obviously, you know, well done, Mr. Chairman. All this and. He's a great guy, and so is his father. His father's very passionate, and, and they're a fantastic family. Really good. Are you amazed how his career's panned out since he left us? Because I am. I know people said he lacked a yard or what have you, but I, he seems to have been a bit of a car crash since then. I always thought Sadly, Jordan could be a Premier League player because of his movement. Yeah, And he's the best finisher we've ever had at Huddersfield Town. He knew, he, he knew where to put the ball between the pegs. Yeah. With his header, running to the front post, he's... he's Positioning absolutely incredible, but the problem with Jordan is when he left Huddersfield, they probably paid him eight times what he was at Huddersfield. Straight away, you know, I'm not sure. Like I say, some footballers, when they go to the very top, sometimes money and it hasn't killed Jordan, but sometimes it can take away the ambition. And maybe it took away John's a little bit of John's ambition. Well, let's be fair; he is um, a wonderful footballer, and, and but he hasn't ever hit the top, has he? No. What about yeah. that four-four, Dean? At that promotion season, that what promotion season? Yeah, what it, that was what awesome. a game that was! I mean, what a game that was! I thought there was one more attack. I thought, come on, we're going to get off our way early at that time. Like, just and all of a sudden, hang on a minute, and then you're incredible. Aren't it was a crazy game. Oh, well, yeah. well, I'll tell you, Sheffield yeah. Wednesday, and I think they do this on purpose. There's always a row of about 12, 13 fans in front of the Daniel. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think the pl- I think they planted there. Yeah, you boxed yeah. in there. Right? I, I think without question, they must go for an interview <laughs> to sit in those seats. <laughs> because when Sheffield Wednesday score, they turn round and they're right in your face and they give you some stick. It's but I can tell you, <laughs> please tell me you would give it back. on two occasions, oh. <laughs> which is for all, they will not turn their heads. And obviously, I'm sure we get on to yeah. uh, the playoff yeah. semi final. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not like that. Have you ever had bother dealing with like opposition fans or etiquette directors? It and what kicked have you? off a little bit at um, um, Sheffield Wednesday with these 
fans in front. Yeah. Um, it kicked off a bit. In the fact, no, no, no. It's a four-all. Right. I took um, a big Sheffield Wednesday fan with me, and he ended up with them, <laughs> arguing with them. And he's their own fan because he just really? showed mm. what a set of tools they were, yeah. and they were proper. They were proper. The thing is, if you're gonna yeah. give it. Oh no, they yeah, take a bit, haven't you? No, they you, you can't, don't do it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, another quality one. I always remember this. <laughs> uh, in Lee Clark's day, we played Norwich City away, and Norwich City—they're a very genteel kind of crowd, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. And right in front, it's, 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 I, I call it, it's like a. They plant them. There's these three old blokes. Three old blokes. It were like it were like last of the summer wine. Flat cats, <laughs> right? And we're having a bit of argy-bargy through the game, but, but very polite. And when Norwich scored, one of them turned around and stuck twos right up in my face. Yeah? Is this where we beat them on that Friday? No, 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 no. This no. is in Lee Clark's day. Right. I think uh, Jim Goodman were playing. Yeah, I think we lost. Scored, no, no, at half-time. Yeah. Played them off the park. Second half, we lost 3-0 right. because their manager were, yeah. got his act together. Yeah. Um, and it just turned around and stuck twos right, right, right. <laughs> Right in my face yeah. like that, and and you know all people like sometimes is like you can't touch me because I'm old, yeah. and I didn't. Um, but at the end of the game, you know we shook hands and um, yeah, it's all good, it's all good fun. Were you there that season when we beat them doing that that amazing Friday win? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He shook my hand again. Yeah, he shook my hand again. Right, and he yeah. said, uh, "Yeah, That's best teams come here this year." Oh no, no, it, it's that. all good fun. I like that, but not at Sheffield Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Wembley 2012. Finally, yeah. finally promoted. That after, was a warm day, wasn't it? After oh. 90, yes, 28 degrees. Um, really, really warm day, nil-nil. You're on the bench with Simon Grayson during the penalties. Yeah. You can see you're talking to each other, but you can't quite work out what you're saying to each other. I'm wondering if you can remember what you were saying at that well, time. I'm not keen on penalties. So I went from the the, the Royal Bots, um, and I tried to go into the room at the back, the big, the big suite, to watch it on telly. Because it's really weird, but, but penalties are hard to, to, to take on board. Uh, you play all season, and it's like one spot kick, yeah, and it, it yeah. decides yeah. the whole future. So there were no TV. So I thought, I bet there's some in the tunnel at the back when they come out. There's got to be some TVs up there yeah. watching, yeah? So I went down there, no TVs. <laughs> so I walked out, and I saw Simon sat there. So I went and sat there. No, actually, I sat there. And Simon came over and sat with me, and um, yeah, we were just, we were just, yeah. You must it. have given it up, Dean. Like we all had them. Have you, I don't. I it's just, got a bit boring, isn't it? Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen a team. I want so much football. We, we missed the first three. Yeah. That'll never happen again. Yeah. That. We're incredible. When Alan Lee, they were unlucky with all three penalties. They were just really yeah. awful. They will miss it. Alan Lee, Damien Johnson, when he slipped past, but it took about two miles an hour. That it was like we're done. Damien Johnson was a bit of a. A bad one was it? He was a good player, it was Damien Johnson. That was uh, not his not his finest moment. Yeah, it's, but it's like what you were saying. In our feeling like you that this would we didn't have another playoff in us. I think this one now or never. You know. Well, I was sat there, and I don't know personally how I would have recovered after that yeah. point because another season, another expensive season, and by those standards, yeah. I'm not sure how to recover at that point. So we, we win and I remember Simon this one of the Simon Grayson quotes at the time was I turned round to hug the chairman but he was halfway down the touchline on top of Brookie. Get in. So, yeah. <laughs> and he said, Have you ever run that fast before? Because you went straight down the touchline, straight on Brookie. Was that I don't one it, of your favourite moments maybe as a Yeah, as a it, it was huge relief. 
and the first person who I caught because they were the slowest were rookie the kitten <laughs> <laughs> and and you know he's been there a long time and he knew how much it needed or it yeah. meant to everybody um, but I just bolted so Simon was right it changed shape my hand and I'm gone. It was yeah. iconic with that. And that, yeah. that shit yeah. You want to celebrate with a tap, I'm not a ladies fan at that point, don't you? <laughs> that shit, that shit that defender just bashing his fist and cut it gone on it, just bashing his fist into Doyle, yeah. And that whole, that, that summer went to uh, Australia on holiday and um, I don't forget watching a Sky Sports advert in Sydney on the, on the hotel TV and I seen myself run onto the pitch <laughs> and it was advertising um, um, Sky advertising British football, and it was me running on, <laughs> jumping on Brooker. I thought, got one more domination, yeah. 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 Right. What do you say was the best one, that one or the Berry one? I'd imagine you got into less trouble for the Wembley one. I bet that a drink at Berry. <laughs> Go on, have a minute, Dean. Oh dear me. The, the Berry was a longer day than you might think. <laughs> Um, Janet was really unwell that day. Oh no, she wasn't. No, no, no. She was okay that day, but I said, you know something, I want to go to the game barrier. So I bought this um, um, a Volvo 340 DL Burgundy from a guy in Savile Town. It was cheap, but I realised it being completely written off and it was put back together. But anyway, off you go. So I'm going over the day after in my Volvo 340 DL, going over the motorway. The fuel gauge had broken. <laughs> so on the, uh, is it the M60 between M60. Manchester and, and Burnley? Just before just before Bury, it ran out of petrol. So I packed it, or it, it, it ran out of petrol on the hard shoulder. I rung Janet up. I rung Janet up and I said, Janet, do us a favour. I've run out of petrol. I'm off to the game. Come over with a petrol can. I'll be there about six o'clock. <laughs> But we just got married she was still she still loved me at that point <laughs> <laughs> and she did <laughs> so I, what I did I hitched a lift into the game at Bury, and my mate Brookie we, we were good and we were 4-0 down weren't we yeah. and then I think we got one goal back just before half time and then Simon Island you know and I said to, I said to Brookie I said if we score now I'm on Simon Island went past um, um, on the right wing crossed it over and you and Roberts planted yeah, it bang Bang. It, they got the fence were right either, yeah, I don't know yeah. how they did it. Yeah. That, that day, I, I, went, I went and I took, we had a decent start to the season, and I, when I took a mate of mine to Bradford City fan. Yeah. He said, how come we had Watford? He yeah. said, no, nah, they couldn't. And uh, I said to him, oh, where? I said, there's no way we'll get, we'll let a load of goals in this season. I said, this defence we've got now is yeah. half an hour for it. Four nil down. He's absolutely mm-hmm. missing. So. Yeah. He's, he's brilliant. Yeah. And he's a Bradford fan in the middle. Loving it, yeah. By the time you and Roberts puts that one in, he's going as mental as us. Yeah. He just couldn't believe what just proper football, he's, he couldn't believe what he's witnessing. Yeah. When you see them fans search forward, it almost looks unsafe. You cringe a bit now with yeah. health and safety because that one yeah. like, it happened at Bradford a lot of times. You know, yeah. You were just when, yeah. when we saw we go close to that. I remember when we played Blackburn, we were bottom of the league and they were top of the Premier League. No, in the cup, yeah, oh, yeah. cup. Yeah. And we scored yeah. three in yeah. about seven minutes. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, again, Robert, Robert scored like F did it up Villa, didn't he? That was the most bizarre goal when is it the keeper kicked yeah, out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So just going back to Bury, so I said to Brooke, I said, if we score, I'm on. And don't ask me how I got on, but I just found myself on the pitch. So I'm over the fence, I'm on the pitch, don't listen to this, Daniel. And I'm on I'm on the pitch. And I'm thinking, <laughs> I and I looked around and I thought, shit, there's nobody else here. I'm on my own. <laughs> the players congregated to the right of the goal, so I run over, give me a bit of a cuddle. 
Well done, lads. And I run back and I saw this Bobby running for me and I just managed to jump over the fence and get back in. Oh, yeah, see. yeah. And they're not getting out of that. Close yeah. escape. Brilliant. Yeah, fantastic. Brilliant. Yeah, fantastic. Oh, sorry. After the game, got back to the car. Janet's there. Can of petrol. Happy days. <laughs> <laughs> That's a proper away day. That's brilliant. <laughs> that Blackburn. I remember that on a tangent. There's two things. I remember that Blackburn. When we scored, some crutches went flying. I don't yeah, know they want, they want, they want But I also remember us. It was an awkward incident when there was a minute silence for someone. And nah, fans just started abusing Alan Shearer. Alan Shearer, you know. Because that... When they won it, like, people like, come out and say, yeah, I didn't yeah. think again, you, but God, that would have night when it had Blackburn. It would be Very Blackburn, them are the days, man. So, wrapping up League One, um, <clears throat> there's a few there's a few things. So, what we, we mentioned Sheffield Wednesday for all, there's some great games. Wickham 6 0 twice, they were they were great games, weren't they? Um, what are your favourite games from from that sort of specific era, would you say? Um, any might be sentimental, maybe first game or no? I don't even remember my first game. To be well, the first game of being charged was the um, uh, no, it wasn't Bury. That was uh, Ch- uh, that wasn't it? When we no, sold all our season tickets. Um, um, yeah, no, it wasn't. It wasn't Port South End was your first. Port Vale was the first one I left because I remember going. Yeah, it was. Yeah, because yeah. they got Stoke got relegated that day and they were buzzing. Yeah. So <laughs> all in all, I don't really have any favourite games from that. Really. Yeah, I just players, remember fast flying football. Yeah, any players that you that you love to watch during that? Eh? Oh, it's, it's got to be Gary Roberts, hasn't it? He was, yeah. Uh, and, 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 and Pilkington, and um, you know Peltier, and uh, Jordan Rhodes, you know Peter Clark, you know last ditch tackles, you know, um, you know fantastic days those. Oh, Peter Clark when he was strutting it out just before he got the trophy, that 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 was another iconic moment. When he was just taking it on like chest pumps. Uh, he knew that was his moment. I've got, uh, and that's the song Paradise. <laughs> yeah, it was brilliant. <laughs> It, you know something it's an iconic every time Paradise comes on it takes me right back yeah. to that moment I've, I've got a, a canvas painting upstairs somewhere with Peter Clark after he scores our first yeah. penalty that day where his chest out and he's screaming at the yeah. Buddersfield fans in front of us I thought it was a brilliant good penalty that one because he was in tears he had to score as well that you know captain captain's just like Nacky Wells had to score against Reading it would be awful that wouldn't it tears at Old Trafford to that moment then it would just felt just like yeah it just righted itself football justice man some of the questions that came in on on Twitter there's always the what about Ricky Lambert etc so yeah wait till you lose some we'll we'll just assume so Lee Clark always said uh, I remember one uh, one quote he always used to say I just feel fans love a transfer because it always used to be about transfers but we do don't we we do. It's, the, it's probably the most exciting. Of course it is. We don't this season, though. We don't want any more now. We've had no, enough. No, no more out. Well, <laughs> yeah. Not to do with me. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ricky, I know you like to say win some, lose some, but for a bit of fun, are there any sort of that? I think Rick, uh, Andy Carroll was another. Andy Carroll was another, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Ricky Lambert was pretty simple. You know, when you're talking million quid, you know, in 2010 11, a million pounds was a lot of money. It was 27, and it just played just only for Bristol Rovers. Little did I know the, the impact he would have at Southampton. I don't think anybody knew, because if we knew, we'd have bought him. Um, but it was, it was for sale for a long time at Bristol Rovers. So, you know, nobody, nobody took him, but, you know, Southampton did, and the rest is history. Andy Carroll, I think we wanted to offer somewhere like a million, and they wanted two, and I thought, we can't afford it. And they went to um, Liverpool for 35. Um, so there's always there's always those what get away absolutely but we've also captured some as well haven't we yeah, yeah the, the thing is as well when you Ricky Lambert Andy Carroll there's nothing to say that they'd have been the same player if they'd have come to us things happen don't they and, well things happen you know why is Harry Maguire 
now going to Man United potentially for what eighty zillion pound when Man United could have probably got him for a million quid from Sheffield United when he was eighteen years old because players find homes in football yeah. where they feel at home and they perform maturity comes into it as well yeah, um, so there's all sorts of dynamics yeah. I'd say Jonathan Hogg's probably a good example isn't he yeah over the last few years absolutely yeah. season after went up when we were top at league in September I thought this was it Premier League here we come yeah, up Blackpool the most ring I've ever seen in. it was incredible remember that night we were on Sky I think Norwood killed a Norwood killed one yeah, and then James Vaughan decapitated. It was. Conifer, yeah, right? that we were, yeah. Yeah. I think we knew though, then we were punching the ball. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So on promotion, you said that the aim of the club was to be self-sufficient at the time. <laughs> self-sufficient in football. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, yeah. I was going to say, do you think with the increase in football expenditure, that never really No, it's really impossible. Probably the championship is the most um, most expensive division to be in because it costs a fortune to be there. And the only reward is to go up, and ultimately, only three clubs can go up. Mm. So, the first, our first director of football operations came in, in Ross Wilson. Yep. Um, I met Ross. I really liked Ross. He was someone nice that sort of lit a room up as well. If you like, yep. so he, he walked in, and all of a sudden, everyone would look and listen. I, I thought Ross was really good. Uh, a lot of Huddersfield fans seemed to struggle with the concept of what he did. Um, yeah, and now we can't cope with that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you ever feel that? That was he was sort of maybe fighting a bit of an uphill battle trying to get you know trying to do his job and people were like what do we need this guy for what, what what's the point no of I don't think so I think Ross is um, a good operator he's um, um, in football you, you, and don't take this the wrong way guys because I know you're fans you take things on board from supporters and you've got to feel the heat and the tension and you go on the ATM and you do this and you just it's kind of mistake, yeah. No, no, no. You say it's a mistake. Look, maybe it's a little bit wacky now. But in the good old days, um, I used to go on daily. I can say that now because I'm not involved. If you ask me whilst I was chairman, I never go on. I used to go on every single day, yeah? Um, And it used to tell me the the temperature of issues. Mm. Yeah, Whatever those issues are, um, it used to tell me. And every now and again... They used to tell me who was signing, so that helped me. <laughs> um, but but it, it used to tell me, and I also think the reason I've been probably a successful chairman is I've always gauged the opinions of the supporters. And if I think they're backing, and it's it's it's, it's nonsense, then I'll, I'll, I'll ignore it. But more than not, you know, if there's an issue, it, 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 it's an issue which needs sorting. So I've always used um, the ATM, etc., to uh, uh, to listen to to opinions, and it's up to me to either. You know, filter those opinions into the good, the bad, and the evil, yeah. and, and and that's what really. Obviously, Ross Wilson obviously did a good job because he then moved on to Southampton, where he's, he's yeah, he's yeah. And I wasn't going to step in, uh, stop in his way. You know, um, to go from League One to Southampton is uh, is superb. To be fair, you know, and um, yeah, good luck to him. So I I felt judging from oh he got he brought Philip Billing over. Ah, he did, yeah. By fluke, I remember this story. By fluke, he yeah. wasn't watching him. And apparently in, in Scandinavia, there's games all the time. So he just went to watch a youth game in the middle of what he was supposed to do. So he had a couple of hours. And this guy called Philip Milling, and he brought him and a few of us over for a trial. And they went yesterday for a, a record transfer for about 15 plus plus. Trust me. So shame how yeah. it ended with him, Dean. Now. I, just, I know football's football, but I just felt yeah. when the Titanic was sinking, he, he were kind of down tools where some others went down with a bit of dignity just from my opinion he's probably left a bit of a sour taste because 
he was seen as sort of one of ours and the academy's shining light. And yeah, he's not, mean, not, that, not that, that's got everything not. to be a top player. He's a top player. Yeah, he's, he's not, a top yeah. player. But and I also think, um, you know, Eddie Howe will will if anybody can get the best out of him, Eddie Howe yeah, can. He's the man to do it. Yeah. He's the man to do it, and and I think Philip will go on. He has everything. Yeah, he does. There's no two ways about it. Yeah. What he has got to mature with is his uh, in between his lug holes, and that's where he has to mature. Um, he's got to remain positive and he's got to make sure he uses attributes. I, now, I put it on Twitter yesterday. I said everything that you've just said about yeah. about everything to be top class, yeah. but he needs to have the desire as well. Yeah, if well, he well, put that you into know, him. to be fair to Phil, he rung me up yesterday after the transfer um, and he said, I just want to say, you know, thank you very much for everything you've done. And uh, I gave him a bit of a bollocking, you know, he yeah. apologised for what he did in the press, um, but I gave him a bit of a bollocking. I said, look, Phil, you have everything and just don't believe that now you've gone to Bournemouth, that you've made it and they're, they're paying your zillions. I said, you've got to keep at it because you can go higher. You, yeah. you can go higher, but you'll only go as far as you want to go. Yeah. Um, so I wish him all the best. And uh, for Huddersfield Town, he's been a great find um, and he's made us a lot of money. Yeah. So, you know, a win-win situation. You know, oh, yeah. He remains in the Premier League. We get some good money for him and uh, happy days really and yeah. I wish the guy all the very best that's a good story to the fact that it's actually going like that it sort of puts a bit of closure on it because you don't hear that kind of thing as a fan you just see all well, the, no, Swansea all came, the negative and no when we got promoted to the Premier League um, um, Swansea came in for him so obviously there wasn't and I think Swansea got up to about 8 million quid and I kept saying to Hugh Jenkins look go away go away go away and the office kept coming in coming in so you know to be fair to Swansea they they, they, they realised his potential yeah. uh, and we just said to him flatly no because our view is if he made it in the Premier League with us then £8 million is, is, is a snippet yeah. for what he could go for and maybe if Philip hadn't have been um, as vocal um, then maybe we could have got more for him um, but look fantastic and, and, and win win and look we all say things in life we regret absolutely and maybe he um, he was with the Danish national team yeah. maybe he got influenced by other people and, and, and probably went to match it the wrong way yeah. but hopefully but hopefully if he can learn from this experience yeah. then Bournemouth have a real asset on their yeah, hands and, and good luck to win so gauging fan opinion and stuff as well so I think Quite a lot of town fans probably didn't take to Simon Grayson because of his previous connections. I get despite that. the the promotion, I just want promotion. <laughs> yeah, um, that's, that's what which the ends yeah. justify the means, obviously. Yeah. Um, so when when things started to go a little bit sour with Simon Grayson, I think a lot of town fans felt that we were a bit of a rebound from his from his jilted lover, if you like, at, at Leeds United. Um, how how was he to work with Simon? Because he always seemed to be quite cool. He seemed like the opposite of Lee Clark in that he was quite calm, you know, and quite quite a good how an influence he had everything in, in hand as well um, why did you maybe feel the need uh, obviously we were heading down down a slippery yep. slope was it an easy decision to get rid of him in the end or was it quite well difficult? I think we have gone we started the season off really well and you guys have mentioned the Blackpool game mm. I think we were six in the division after about 10-11 games and everything were like oh, this, is, this is all right and then mid-season I think we went 15 games uh, uh, without a without a win um, I think we lost and drawn fifteen Watford, games, after that, and it's the Watford game. Yeah. We lost four mm. nil. I remember Anthony Gerrard walking off, um, off the pitch, kicking and screaming. It wasn't a happy ship, mm. um, and I spoke to Simon on the. Co- 
And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. No, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. Cosy, what, what's your favourite away day? Matt, it's got to be the city ground at Nottingham. Just old school stadium, you're right near the pitch, great atmosphere. But there's nothing like playing at home. Same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You win... Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Coach, he was on the way home on the coach. I said, Simon, um, you've got, I want to see you on Thursday. Um, and I want you to come up and tell me how we're going to get out of this shit. Simple as that. And um, I think when he came to see me on Thursday, I just sacked him. I didn't even listen to his excuse or his reasons. I just got shut. And... Um, I still get on, it's weird actually, I still get on well with Simon now. Um, you know, I text him, I see him, I see him on the conveyor belt at Manchester Airport every now and again when he's coming back from his holidays. And he's a really good guy. But I just felt, as a football club and as a coaching staff, we're taking our foot off the gas. And I think we need to work harder. And I don't think the application was there. Uh, but then Simon goes to Preston and does very well. So, you know, uh, good guy Simon, nice guy. Um, nice guy, great team, all three of them, um, but it just wasn't for us. I know his brother really well, like, uh, Gail is right, I'm on it. Yeah, 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 and, uh, nice guy. Such, he's an absolutely fantastic his guy. His father, yeah. dad, nice guy. Yeah. yeah. Could tell us a bit about Jermaine Beckford deal, Dean, because I, I felt if he hadn't come in, we'd have gone down, and I don't, obviously, yeah, possibly, yeah. worry on, it's a ridiculous money. What it, I remember at the time you were saying, this is just money that we should never really be paying, but... No, no, you, no, no. Yeah. We, we we got a deal from, from Wester. I think we're paying what half his salary or something. Um, and he came in and uh, this was Matt Robbins, wasn't it? Oh, no, he came in with Simon yeah. and obviously Matt Robbins yeah. took over. And, um, you know, he, he, he was Simon's man. And when Matt came in, um, you know, he scored the goals to keep us up Wolves there. away was quite a good one wasn't and it? you know something you just have that bit of quality of a classmate yeah, right? yeah. do you know something everybody said Jermaine is arrogant as this it was, he's, he's a lovely guy yeah, he's a really good guy um, um, he's a good guy yeah that Barnsley game it looked like we were going didn't it at, at one stage the results we were in that bottom three and then it, it was incredible yeah. finish one where we were just game just saw itself out and yeah. I yeah. think as a fan though I've seen so many bad endings you, you mm. saw him, you, you're waiting for it well I'm sat next to Daniel here um, and we've got 80 minutes on the clock I just cycled from somewhere atrocious where was it was it was it Bryce Yeovil god so I just I just done a 3,000 million bike, mile bike ride and we got back and we got the bars of the game and at 80 minutes I said to Daniel I said we're down yeah. we were 10 minutes to go we were down yeah. and then it just 70 minutes something that game yeah, yeah, it was down yeah. for quite a long time. It reminded me of that year we were down the I thought, it's not happening again, is it? When everything we're going against us, we were yeah. not going to be Yeah. And the other bizarre thing there is, is their manager obviously colluded with uh, Mark Robbins and they stopped playing the game. The, 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 the yeah. famous end of, end, 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 end of yeah. the game. 
I still don't think they realised what was at stake. No. Because no. If, if Peterborough Palace and scored, yeah. Yeah, they were done. Yeah, they were done. They? They were done. Yeah. So yeah. I'm not sure they they, they, they reckoned up no. quite well in Barnsley. They, they, they didn't have a clue because there was one of their analysis no. guys sat behind us analysis. and was trying to scream down to who was their manager at the time? Scream down saying they've not finished. Keep playing. He was trying to get a message on basically saying they've still got ten minutes left. So yeah, if it down then, dude, what would it have meant for the club? Would that would that have been <laughs> catastrophic or, or not? Well, not catastrophic. No. You know, it's not catastrophic for you. Though, would you? Have, would you have kind of? Well, yeah. But, you know something. Our wage bill um, uh, went up to I think we were about thirteen million that season, which is actually three million, two million more than when we got promoted under Wagner. So the season, the season. We nearly got relegated at Prince Barnsley. Three years later, or four years later, with David Wagner, David got us up with two million quid less in the wage bill than what we had in that season. So obviously, it was all going a bit wrong and a bit entwined. And yeah, yeah. There you go, yeah. Do you think? I, I think this, but do you think the job that Mark Robbins did from picking up Simon Grayson's team is a bit underrated? From yeah, very much so. We did though, because I thought he. Everybody hit sort of playoff form. So I remember at one point the, yeah, the form so. guide of the top six was us. We were in the top six form guide over months. Peterborough in the top six and yep. a few others. And yep. I think it was a was it fifty odd points that we had to get to stay up in the end, which you, is fifty five or fifty eight. We finished on. Yeah, so it's almost yeah. unheard of now that you would have to it get is, so many points. I think Matt Robbins did a really no, good job. No, did not something. Matt Robbins is um, um, a really good manager. Yeah, the the thing which I found with Mark is he can really motivate tactically he's probably one of the best managers we've ever had mm-hmm. out of this field but as a man manager maybe not so he can man manage footballers around a thousand two thousand quid a week but when you're trying to motivate Jermaine Beckford so when Jermaine Beckford used to come in I remember Ross Wilson it's a classic this Ross Wilson used to say to her when, when, when Jermaine comes in on the morning he wants to high five everything High five everybody, you know, yeah. kitchen staff, high fives, morning, morning, morning. And Ross said to Mark, Mark, we need Jermaine to score some goals to keep us up. High five him. And Mark said, I can't. He said, I just can't, I just can't high five him. I just, I just can't do it. <laughs> and Ross said, just do it. He said, I can't. I can't high five him. You know, I, I don't high five anybody. And we said, Mark, just high five him. Just yeah. do it, just do it. Yeah. We, we, we need you. And that was the thing with Mark. He, he struggled with the big egos. Um, but with the, the younger players and tactically I would say outstanding to be fair yeah. Do you think he, he kind of struggled because uh, at that point we, we kind of wanted to put a, a visible ethos on the pitch didn't we and yep. we started playing out from the back I think with, with Gerard and Clark there it probably didn't go so well do you think he was maybe a bit too stubborn and maybe that stubbornness was his undoing or do you think it was more the man management side which which led to a, a bit of a dip Um I think at that point um, we had he wanted to play three five two, and he had an idea that his midfield three he wanted to rotate so his number six could be number eight or number ten, and then just rotated. And I think when it came off, it played it was fantastic, yeah. and the opposing manager could never get their head around it. But um, we we also brought Peltier in, so Peltier could play at the right side of the um, the back three. Um, so actually you were fine then we ended up playing Matty Crooks there against Bournemouth and we lost 4-0 and that was the beginning of the end for Mark to be fair and then he walked in famously he walked out I, I, was, I was actually on holiday and, I, and uh, Nigel gave me a ring and said Dean 
He said, uh, Mark's gone. He said, where's Mark? And he said, he just walked out. He just went. Um, but that summer, we, we, we made him get rid of his number two. I forgot his name now. Elliot, was it Elliot Simmons or something like that? I'm not quite sure because it wasn't it, it wasn't working and it wasn't it was mates. It yeah. wasn't right. And that's um, Steve. Was it Steve? Was it Thompson who came in? That's it. Yeah. 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 Um, and, and Steve Thompson were fine, um, but it just unsettled Mark, and um, it just couldn't handle it. I heard a story that Nigel Clemens found him in in the laundry room. He was just he, he had to get away from him. He found him a bit head in hands in the laundry room. Um, he just went. He just literally went. He just went. Yeah, the sure. fans were more dead in hands than him. But yeah, first game, it were like, "What's going on here?" He just went. Matty Crooks. Yeah. It's like I remember what was the, all the, the week before. We were away at Oldham and a friend, yeah. and he played the exact same team, and we got murdered by Oldham. That yeah. Clark Harris scored for thirty yarder. Well, I remember that. Yeah, yeah I remember that. Yeah, yeah, it was a goal. Yeah, and yeah. then yeah. week after you thinking. The one saying this thinking, well, what he won't play that next week against Bournemouth. Yes, he did. And then two sheet Bournemouth thinking, mm. can't be right. Yeah, but, but, yeah, yeah, but no, to be fair to Mark, I really rate Mark. Yeah, as is, 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 is a, a technical manager, um, but it just didn't work out for us. But he did his bit. So obviously Lee did his bit. He brought the profile. Yeah. Simon got us over the line. Yeah. Mark kept us up. Yeah. yeah. And it develops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so they've all done the... All done the bit. Yeah. All done the bit, yeah. So at, at this point... Um, your your relationship with the fans has always been really really good. You know yeah. the Q and As were, you know, great. We've we've, we've all been. But I lost it, didn't um, At this point, not that you lost it, but you seemed to kind of go a bit quieter. And Nigel Clibbins kind of came to more of the forefront, and that kind of the fans seemed to not take to that as well. They kind of liked your tub thumping, you know, this sort of excited um, nature, if you like. And Nigel Clibbins is obviously a very different character, <laughs> if you like. Unless he's on um, Twitter. <laughs> so did, was was that an intentional standback or was it just no 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 it was intentional because you know and this way you've got to strike the fine balance sometimes you get accused of saying too much mm-hmm. yeah and I thought uh, one or two fans it's always the vocal minority mm-hmm. one or two fans saying you know I'm probably being a little bit too vocal yeah so they decided to take more of a back seat and then they're saying, you know, we need you. What, what we need, where are you? <laughs> uh, it's a, it, it, and look, football is all about balancing, isn't it? It's trying to balance everything. Um, so we just rebalanced it and I, and I came more back into the fold. But, a, um, a, I remember at that time, I remember going down to Chesterfield in a cup game. Uh, Matt Lillis was in charge. Yeah. And I remember a, a radio interview with you and I think it was Catherine Hanna. I think some town fans have been a bit a bit over the top on, on well, very over the top in some cases on social media I think yeah. there was a bit of a shock a, 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 yeah I think there was a bit of a fit. I think Danny had copped some stick as well at some point I think he deserved it, it. <laughs> and, uh, hey, uh, hey Danny tell them about the time in Lee Clark and you can give you a bollocking <laughs> and move on let's hear the story no no I think Danny was a bit derogatory towards Lee and Lee rung him up we, we played oh, Ch- off now. we played Chamier away and I can't remember fully what the game was, only about 14. But we we were 2 0 up something. He brought Tom Clark on and we drew 2 2. It was the one we kept drawing game. And I went on Twitter afterwards and put another Lee Clark's lost his points again. Next minute, Lee rings him up and says, Why I man? <laughs> and he, uh, no, he called you into his office and goes, um, Dean, what are you saying this for? And you were like, oh, I've not said anything, ring him. So next minute, I get a phone call off my dad. 
Saying, all right, Daddy, we're actually on the phone. I'm like, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he was just. Yeah. Shut you up, didn't it? Yeah, I've not Job done. since. <laughs> Lesson learned. Lesson so, learned. So, not wrong with that. So, that aside, did that kind of make you see a, maybe a different side to some town fans? Or did you just, is it just water for Doug's back of. Um, no, I, I take it all very personally. I'm, I may not seem as I do, but I'm a, I'm a town fan. And. You know, I'm, I'm, and I have done for the last 10 years, I've really tried to do my best. Even when, you know, look, we all talk about the good times, yeah? But it's the shit times, and there's lots of shit in football, I can assure you. It's those times which really make you what you are, um, and it's just trying to balance everything. So I've always tried to do what I feel is best for the football club. Always put the club at heart, always everything, football, and I come last. But, yeah, it does get to you sometimes, and I got a bit frustrated that fans were being too vocal. But not everybody knows what happens behind the scenes, you know. Um, it's it's just tough sometimes. Well, they could always have come and asked you a Q and A, for example. Like, I think a lot of people kind of used to say well, things, and then you always used well, to. Well, 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 look, look, I, I do Q and As. I did Q and As because people it's an open forum, but then people who want to ask those questions hide behind the computer yeah, yeah. we know how it works yeah. but I'm, I'm there to answer everything and, yeah. you know I, I never shirk a question really so out went Ross went with the roof across the town Ross Wilson went to Southampton yep. um, Stuart Webber came in yep. um, Stuart Webber very different I met Stuart Webber as well very different to, to yeah. Ross more laddie transformed the place yeah, um, yeah. he 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 spoke he talked a good game with Stuart Webber I, I remember sitting there listening to him and, and it made a lot of sense with what he said about um, how to build build squads, and yep. I thought when when he talked, I thought it was very good. He's outstanding, uh, yeah. Yeah, I thought it was very very good. Are you surprised? I, well, I suppose you're not surprised with the success that he's had at um, at Norwich, and yep. I think he was the one behind. He was the, David Wagner was his idea, was it as well, or part of his idea? The one thing in football, success has many friends, and failure has none. And you've got to remember how football works. Uh, it, David just came as a punt. To start with, we got him put to us. So there's no rocket science that we'd found this guy from Dortmund reserves. Um, it just an agent said, you know, uh, he used to be Jurgen Klopp's assistant. Jurgen's left. He now fancies taking a chance, being a manager on his own. So we interviewed him, and, and Stuart interviewed him first, and he said, "I've got a wild card for you, and a guy called Wagner. Jurgen's number two. Um, and we met me, uh, Stuart, and Nigel. Went to meet him in London." And um, you know the rest is history, really. So it was nobody's particular idea, um, but Stuart was part of the team who decided to take over. Ultimately, if I'm going to take the credit, I'll take it because I was the one who actually <laughs> said we'll employ him. I, I love it. I would bypass Chris Powell. Here. I, I was just because I feel like we shouldn't really <laughs> bypass Chris. Powell. <laughs> 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 it Chris Powell. Lovely guy, really nice guy. It's ten to nine. You haven't even gone to Chris yet. We'll probably gloss over Chris. He was a nice guy, Chris Powell. Yeah, um, nice guy. Very, very nice guy. Do you think the reason it didn't work was because he was too London centric? Maybe, maybe his life was yeah. maybe down there. Hundred percent. And you know, yeah. he didn't. Yeah. I remember when he first came, he said he would assimilate into Yorkshire life, wear a flat. Well, the flat cap, didn't he? Yeah, which yeah. Chris Powell is probably the best managerial appointment I've ever made. Because it made you go different. Because it made me go different. Yeah. yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. It got that bad. And it's not, it's just, 
Chris brand of football is, is you know we're, we're actually reasonably successful yeah. under him to be fair but it was so yes. dour as a fan it was it just turned off South End again and you know something was it last row of the dice no but it was yeah so I thought to myself I thought oh dear me we just we're going nowhere we've got typical English managers I've had I've had I've had all the way through the, the manager we've talked about we just need something different we need to be different yeah. and um, it was a throw of the dice so if it wasn't that bad under Chris I'd have probably never have gone for David did you I have just, an idea of what different he wanted or was it just a case of what was Stuart Webber no no, no it was Stuart Webber he said to me he said, Ian, he said when I used to come to watch Huddersfield under Chris I didn't know what to expect I didn't know what formation what style, what what identity, there was no identity. Yeah. He said, whatever we do going forward, we have to have an identity. Whatever that may be, we have to have an identity, yeah. recruit that identity, and stick to the identity. So that got us really thinking. Um, so Stuart behind the scenes, transformed things, um, he's good. We transformed things, he enjoyed working with me, because I gave him the freedom of doing it, yeah, because I, I put trust in people. Um, so Stuart transformed me behind the scenes. David came on board, but as soon as David came on board, it was all about um, obviously we had to survive that season, yeah, but it was all about the season after, all about the season after, yeah, yeah, yeah which was our promotion so season. My only question in the about the Chris Powell era would be, and again, this is coming from, yeah. from rumours and old and old reports but what did you say to Jacob Butterfield to get him on, on the coach to Fulham if you remember that I do remember that and you know Jacob's a good guy he's a nice lad but obviously um, 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 they turned his head Daddy. yeah yeah. they turned his head financially um, I think we got four point four point six million pounds for him now, a little bit of a story here. We also had a £750,000 promotion bonus for him. I don't think Darby realised this. So when he went on loan to Bradford, if Darby had got promoted last season, would he got £750,000, even though Jacob was on loan at Bradford and had the contract <laughs> after that? But I didn't tell anybody, I'm just thinking. So we got the contracts out and it was absolutely nailed on. Yeah. So uh, unfortunately, Villa wiped us out with that money. But hey-ho, life moves on. But no, look, Jacob, Jacob tried to play silly beggars but it just doesn't happen with me so I said to him I'll advise you to get on the coach and um, um, I can't say anymore he got on the coach and he went to Fulham and played and then um, you know their manager at that time before he's what he's called um, he's assistant at Real Madrid or Atletico Madrid or something uh, um, Clement, Clement. he actually was in the boardroom watching Jacob that day then Jacob went down about 18 minutes holding his leg oh it needs to come off and um, then he got sold to Derby so um, there you go you just sound for Luton today has it yeah yeah so so there you go so um, you know that that that's that's where we go but unfortunately I didn't really want to tell Jacob because to balance the books I'd sold um, um, uh, Connor, uh, uh, Connor Cody and Alex Smithies yeah is that right isn't it yeah, yeah, yeah. so I'd recoup some like 4 million and then obviously uh, we'd, we'd, we'd balance the books and then um, Derby came prizing 
which who at that time was our best player who we didn't want to sell so um, you know I think Chris Powell quoted in some recent documentation it didn't understand why we sold um, um, Jacob obviously we needed the money well we didn't we didn't want to sell him but when it gets to 4.6 million for a player who costs us in exchange for um, um, Adam Clayton 300,000 it costs us from Middlesbrough um, we just couldn't stand in his way um, and I think that I think that killed Chris you know I think taking Alex away taking Connor away and then ultimately taking Jacob away which could have been your three best players yeah. it kind of it killed him to be fair and I don't think he ever recovered from that and the rest is history so from that from that era so we'll move on to the Wagner era in a, in a minute um, that, well, that worked out long so any sort of I know people have said have you got any regrets from, from that particular period um any transfers as well that might have been good? I remember Jamie Vardy. There was a strange thing about Jamie Vardy at that point where I'm sure he tweeted something about joining Huddersfield and then deleted it very quickly. Yeah, no. Um, um, it was as simple as this. I play football at Waterloo on a Wednesday night, and I still do. And I play with Halifax um, um, uh, Town Sporter. And he said to me, he said, um, you should see a guy we've got called Vardy. You should go and watch him. So the day after, I said to Lee, you've seen this guy called Vardy? He said, I've heard of him, yeah, yeah, good player. I said, does a favor, just go and watch him. And he went and watched him, and I said, what do you think, Lee? He said, bad attitude. Isn't that right? <laughs> he seemed to have an issue with us. Every time he played, he's just like, always. He's a good player, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. He's a good player. Yeah, I'm too, but a good player. And like you say, you win some, you lose some. No? You win some, you lose some. You win some, you lose some. Uh, let's talk about the Wagner era. Hey. So we've, we've mentioned Stuart Webber in, in, in terms the German signings they all came over everyone we all love Michael Heffler that is you know we're talking about absolutely. the ATM yeah I, I absolutely howled when somebody put on the ATM this guy is that good he trains with giraffes <laughs> right right and it showed him with the giraffe who we were on safari weren't it and it was his girlfriend in the car in, yeah. in photos and she said this guy's that good he trains he does heading heading practice with giraffes and I absolutely <laughs> howled at that point. And it just, you know, something. The stars were aligned. As simple as that. Yeah. It just, it just all came together. And um, will it happen again like that? Possibly. But it was the perfect, perfect. So who was, who was behind? Bring were these David Wagner ideas? Were they ones that were lined up? Everything. Obviously, a lot of the Germans. Um, David. Um, um, I don't think Stuart Webber were that keen on bringing Heffler across. David was. Um, um, obviously, got Chris Lever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Christopher Schindler. Um, um, all fantastic players. And um, yeah, it just came together scouting with Stuart, with David, with me. We just all do it together. I want to remind you about the season before, Dean. A couple of weeks into his reign, he came to Millbridge. I think you were there with him. Yeah. We hadn't played the game, yeah. then, had they? No, no. Yeah. And I remember someone heckling Ishmael Miller and David Wagner. We're packed. I've never seen Millbridge mm-hmm. packed. Yeah. And, and and he took him to task, this guy. He says, hang on a minute. He's wearing one of our shirts and giving him a chance, obviously. It didn't yeah, work yeah. out for him. But I just remember walking out of there thinking, wow, that. He had charisma. He had charisma. He didn't believe it. Yeah. If he told everybody a timeshare, you'd buy it. You could hear a pin drop that day. Yeah, you could hear a pin drop. And you know something? When we set him on, my mate Brookie, he texted me and he said, This could be the man. 
this could be the special one. And it's like it's like we'd sign somebody who nobody ever heard of, and it's like it could be good. And it just it just worked. And David is 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 a brilliant character. Because we'd never heard of him, but bizarrely, you're all instantly excited about it because. It's different. It was completely it was sort of left field. It was a different town than I've ever known. He played for America. He yeah. was a striker. Yeah, it was, was different. A bit of a lazy football though, I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he was, was uh, all came together. But I think what I remember, the, the, fan, the fan culture, because at that time, obviously, the you know, South Stand and what have you, that, that were kind of growing. You were right starting, there. wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. And I, I just remember, David Wanger did seem a bit, we were like, wow, he's doing Q&As, he's, he's with the fans. But because that German culture, I don't think he, he yeah. were taking about like, this is normal. And we were like, wow, we've got like, access to the, this guy. And he was just, he was incredible. Well, I like, Casey Palmer like, scored in that first game against Brentford. Yeah. That was his first venture out touchline, wasn't it? He went off. <laughs> and it won't be his last. Yeah. No, it won't be his last. But yeah. who is this nutter? Yeah. 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 And bonkers, wasn't it? Absolutely it was something. Brilliant. What a guy. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. What about what Christoph Buehler? What can tell us about him? He looked an apt man you just would not mess with. Was he, was he a bit of a poodle behind the scenes? Or he looked a... Uh, Christoph, yeah, look, do you know something? It's, um, yeah, it's, it's brilliant, you know. Sad how it came to an end, to be fair. Mm. Uh, but yeah, it's um, wonderful, wonderful times with David. And I think the only sort of souring, I think, was probably the way, uh, I think Stuart Webber, I think David's, uh, David Wagner said he yeah, loved uh, the that, 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 that was cool. And I've told Stuart this. <laughs> um, you know, he came to our house for coffee. You know, a few weeks, a few months after he joined Norwich, and um, it was piss poor how it happened. You know, look, I think David had been tempted with a few jobs, yeah, and I think Stuart got a little bit fed up with with David being um, uh, tasked around for his job, that job, and there was some there was some truth in some of the rumours as well. Um, and I think we wanted stability, and I think. Uh, Stuart and David didn't fall out, but I think the relationship got a little bit, a little bit sour. Yeah. It wasn't poor, yeah, it's but it just got a little, bit, a little bit strained um, over, over this. David's yeah. going here, David's going to this job, that job, that job, and um, you know I've always said to David, you know it's like it's like you remind me of somebody who who you know when you chat somebody up, and you know the girl will say to you, right David, we now go to bed. And I say, no, 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 I'm going back to my wife. And, and, and you trying to understand? It's like the flirtation. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, um, but, but ultimately, it remained loyal. Yeah. You know? And um, I think it, 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 it frustrated Stuart. And then Stuart, you know, his, his background is youth football. He saw Norwich as, um, um, he sorted a lot out at Huddersfield, didn't do very well. Um, and we're on our way. And then he saw Norwich as probably Catlin Academy. Uh, great potential, fantastic place to live. He's got a young family, bring them up there, and uh, and off he went. Um, I thought timing was horrendous. I think Norwich could have waited until the end of the season. I think Stewart could have waited to the end of the season. Um, I told Delia exactly what I thought because uh, we played him two or three weeks after, um, so that boardroom was a bit frosty. I can assure you. Um, but we stuffed him through nil, so happy days. Uh, but but a bit sour. Uh, but we still speak to Stuart now. Text him. Good luck. Not a problem. Good friends with him yeah. because ultimately, you know, Stuart Webber is exceptional at the job he does. And He's the best kind of business, and you, you bump into people again. You never know when you're going to need them. Do you? It's not a case of that. It's a case of 
I'm friends with him because he's a really good guy. Right. He's done well for Huddersfield Town. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he decided to go into pastures new, and I think he's shown his quality by what he's done with Norwich. Yeah. So yeah, good luck for him. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, bang on. Did you ever see the the crowds jump into the levels they have? You know, we, we've never. I don't really want to bounce to the Premier League too early, but you, Do you know, know what I haven't heard for the last few years. There's not a three in the stadium. We need to fill the corners in. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what a load yeah. of tosh. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, guys, look. If you stand up and you sing, or you sit down, if you're supposed to, yeah. and you sing, <laughs> then then there's not a problem, is there? Yeah. And there isn't, is there? No, you just stay off the pitch. When is it go? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but no, it, it just all came together. I think I think the the wave at the end of the game, um, it just it just worked, didn't it? People were jealous of us, though, all that. I mean, that wave. Oh, yeah. Right. They all know, yeah. but they all wish them. Yeah, they did. Everybody. And I mean, that's yeah. when we got a Premier Dean. That's like, oh, some people saying, look at them now, but we were doing that last season. Yeah. Only because we were up there, people like yeah. taking the notice. Yeah. Of us yeah. and it, it was amazing. It was, that was amazing. It was fantastic. And David was yeah. a huge part of that. And you know something? All the players, it just came together. You know, Heath, mm. what a character. Yeah. What a man he was. Yeah. Um, I, I, we'll get on to it later you know, when I was ill last year you know he actually came from Nottingham to St James and Leeds to see me no agenda just came brought me a shirt and uh, unbelievable eh? yeah. you know? proper right. fella proper fella yeah. he actually he actually won me today he actually messaged me this call, yeah. he messaged me did Heath saying don't tell your dad but I want to see him to try and lift his spirit so he didn't want you to know he was coming, did it? Well, the nurses passed out when he walked in. And that's just, that's just him as a person, isn't it? It was, it was, it was, yeah, it's a proper man. It, 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 was, it was a top guy. Is he going to play in Germany again? Or what, what's his situation with football? Because he has, he's gone left Nottingham, hasn't he now? He actually rung me up today. Obviously, he won't come yeah. back to us. Um, but he rung me up today. I, I, I haven't taken his call. I'm busy and um, so maybe he's saying to me I'm off somewhere or I don't know, don't know, don't know. That's it's forever the number 44 legend that Aston Villa game wasn't it, it was incredible wasn't it that, they, they were, they were, they were, yeah. Yeah. everything just happened didn't it yeah. everything would just happen and everything just went Right, I mean that right. night at Villa, they murdered us for staff. They did. They just came on and just like, there was just something about the promotion season, right from the off, right from the Brentford game, yeah. and to be fair to Sean, I call him the luckiest marketing guy alive, <laughs> because <laughs> when he put Wagner Revolution, that could have gone pear-shaped, couldn't yeah. it? Let's be fair. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it could have gone pear-shaped. Yeah. But, he did it. I think it was Sean on his own back and it worked. I think that's probably the best thing Sean's done yeah. because he got it absolutely bang yeah, on. Yeah. And it was the Wagner revolution. Yeah, what? Wagner was absolutely hacked off with Sean because when he's driving off the, the, the motorway and he sees his, 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 <laughs> his muck plastered all over yeah. the fencing, yeah. he didn't like it. So actually David, and I think he mentioned this in the press, didn't he, in Germany? Yeah, yeah he did. He didn't like the Wagner Revolution, yeah. one little bit. Yeah. But, you know, it had taken years to put all the posters down. So we just, we just carried on and, um, you know, to be fair to Sean, it, we nailed it. But but you know something? It just all came together yeah. right from the first game. Yeah. And I remember Cliff at Brentford, their chairman. We played Brentford, last game of the season, we lost 5-0 at home. Yeah. And then we beat Brentford 2-1 yeah. at home as well, um, the first game of the season. And at halftime, Cliff said to me, I can't believe the difference in your team. The movement you have yeah. is incredible. Yeah. And it was 
transformational. Yeah, right. Transformational. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How close did you come to maybe lose? I know you've said you like the flirtation. How close did you come to maybe losing David Wagner? I came very close. And is it Wolfsburg who came? Um, I can't remember who it was. Um, Villa came in first, um, not officially, but obviously tapping up behind the scenes. Uh, it well, it happens in football. Um, um, Villa came in first, and he was tempted because his salary would have quadrupled. Yeah, um, and he said, Dean, he said, you know, I remember him saying to me, Dean, it's okay for you. You're a millionaire. I'm not. I said, David, so you're telling me you've brought all these German footballers over to this country, you've sold in the dream, and now you're going. And actually, um, it got to him, and he said, you're right. He said, I can't do it, can I? I said, you can't. And he stayed. Simple as that. Sure, I well, actually thought I was very, well very, very, very close to losing him. Very close, yeah, very close. Yeah, yeah, very close. So you must have some pretty good stories or some memories from following following town that season. Um, this, I don't think you can really put a... a Newcastle woman, what I thought, this is... I just felt you know that, something? Yeah. You bang on there. We don't win at Newcastle. No. So what I'm saying to you is, those kind of games... Mm. We don't win. No. We might play well, but we don't win. We, we won that game. Yeah. And it were our win as well, chat yeah, yeah, yeah. at our end and yeah, just yeah. all it was different. It Villa just, that yeah. night. Yeah. How come we all walked out of Villa after one all draw? Yeah. Thinking we won the cup final. Yeah, we did. Because yeah. we were buzzing. The people yeah. growing up the the M forty two with scarves. It were like just it, it were different. I mean, it was different, when wasn't it? Came out, we had first three away games. Yeah. Where Newcastle, Villa, and Leeds, you're yeah. thinking, don't get any harder than that. Yeah. I'm quite seven points. Yeah. We just see it a bounce back, Neil, didn't we? Exactly. We see it a bounce back, and then we set back. I remember yeah. when we lost to Newcastle at home that tea time. That was a real cutting blow when Eppley and. Yes, it was. Was it? Was it Danny Ward? Yeah, yeah. And, and but then yeah. we just came back like, what it, you know. Brighton, we absolutely, that was sensational. Absolutely. Well, right. that week, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Brighton and Leeds, it was basically four days, and that was just. I mean, look, Bristol City, anyone who watches there thought, there's no way these set of jokers are going up. No. That Friday night, yeah. like, no chance. The one, the one thing David was absolutely brilliant at is, is drawing a line in the sand and, and putting the past behind him. So he used to say, time and time and time again, what happens in the past, we cannot do anything about. Yeah. It's what happens in the future. And he was yeah. fantastic at parking 5-0, battering at Fulham. Final battering up or whatever it was at Bristol yeah. City and moving forward, it was great at it. So that's why we finished on minus two, isn't it? Because mm. we won all these games by one goal when we lost. We lost. Yeah, and I think the thing. When he explained why he did them training sessions at the same time as the games, and we were like, it like revolution for us. We were yeah. obviously thinking, wow, this, and he wants. He was thinking, what's the big deal about it? Yeah. It's almost led us think that people getting away with murder like under previous regimes, and this is how they should work and yeah. operate. Yeah. Yeah. Professionalism to another level. Really. They were saying. You know, when he first came, he said, there's a few things I want to change. He yeah. says, hey, training once a day is no good. We do double sessions, yeah? Um, obviously, you don't flog your players to death, but there's a double session mentality on some days. Yeah. Um, he said, why do people live in Manchester, live in Liverpool, come over the M62, you know, maybe have a, a, a round with the wife and the girlfriend on the phone, put the boots on and play football? He said, what we'll do before every game, a home game, we'll stop over the night before, then we'll get a coaching together, mobile phones off. So it's little things yeah. like that. Another thing which professional I think, tweaks in it. Another thing which I think was um, a huge thing with David and something new again. 
and was there to finance this. He took all the players, all the coaching staff, and all the all their families, coaching staff, players' families, everybody, to Marbella for a week. Yep. And he said, the reason we're doing it is because all players have to feel responsible for other people's families. So if you make a mistake, it's not just your mistake, you're letting down all these people, the wives, the children, everybody. Yeah. It's a collective responsibility. Thing. Sorry? No, no, it was October. Right, okay. Yeah, it was October. So, and, yeah, and I think we did a few and also on the semi-final uh, after Sheffield Wednesday, yeah. uh, the winter game, all the families, yeah, and it was just, it was just yeah. togetherness. Yeah. And you know something, it really, really, I didn't go, but it really, really worked and it brought everybody together. And I would say that has probably been the best investment we've made at the football club. Yeah. What was the Leeds at home thing, Dean? Did that spill over in the boardroom or was it kind of frosty after, you know, obviously when Wagner went in and it kicked off or was it, did it calm down pretty much? Oh, no, we all shake hands after the game. <laughs> <laughs> um, what humility, respect. Oh, there we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I, I'm afraid when he tried to dump Birmingham and go to Villa, Matt fired his humility and respect into a few yeah, weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. Well, hey ho, you know, should have said that. Don't I? <laughs> it's like it's um, a perfect storm. Effortly, Scott winner over Leeds last minute after a big brawl live on national television. You just can't make that up. A heffing yeah. dream, eh? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You, you couldn't make it up, but yeah. um, it would just. I'm so like that. So. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. I can Next. see why he would think that though, Neil. Like the way it was, because he puts pressure on it, doesn't it? So yeah. it's like. So, I haven't really thought about it till now. It was brilliant. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. No, that that was fantastic. Well, we had some amazing home games. We had some... Rotherham away when Thomas Smith... Thomas Smith scored that goal, eh? Oh, Valentine's night. The best Valentine's night you'll ever have. Yeah, it was good. See, it was little stuff as well, wasn't it? Like, when when Fulham battered us near the end of the season. Oh, Scott Malone. (laughs) He sat there and it were awful. But it... It knackered it for Leeds, so yeah. I'm not sure that bad that day. <laughs> well, I always remember that Fulham game. Um, after the game, I went to the, the, the manager's office after the game, which I normally do, um, and um, their manager was there, um, and the assistant was there, and um, uh, David was there, and Christoph was there. I remember their assistant, they're, they're obviously a little bit cock a hoop because they just stuffed us 5 0, and yeah. obviously it boarded well for them. Um, thank goodness we did avoid them in the, in, in, in the playoffs um, and I remember the, the assistant manager saying something to me a little bit of a, a comment and I said to him I said well there's one thing for sure we've learned more about you today than you've learned about us and we had yeah. and um, you know because let's be fair they learned nothing about us that day no. but we learned a hell of a lot about them so uh, luckily Reading got them in the semis and, and didn't have yeah. because they were exceptional yeah, well, yeah. To to they were exceptional they were best than us yeah tactically everything but they, they were nailed on to listen to anybody talking about it with a full on Wednesday final yeah sound already yeah. we'll just pack it in yeah that's what they yeah. asked yeah. 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 yeah yeah so hey so I've seen the, the videos and the pictures of you in the playoffs, you know, it looks like the world's on your shoulders, you know, it's it was. obviously so much at stake, you know, financially for the club, the, the future of the club, the first ever championship playoff campaign for us. What are your memories throughout the playoffs? And Sheffield Wednesday was a brilliant day, I think all three of us were there and we were on the pitch at the end where you're doing the wave after we, and there's a great picture of David Wagner. What about when you launch the suite of that fan, Sheffield Wednesday away playoffs? 
we could talk about. <laughs> I think he's done. That this sounds like a good story, Dave. I hope it's a proper stick, stick a rock or something, not just there. He won't have told you this, so it should, have been, the, it should have been a stick of rock. <laughs> it should have just been a rock. <laughs> I offered him a sweet, but when I passed it to him, it kind of went a bit faster. Did it go out of it, it was actually. <laughs> it actually it missed his mouth. They moved, moved us this game, so the guys that usually give us stick was right down the other end of the road trying to give us stick and couldn't. But then there was these like younger people, and there were these kids straight away, and he walked. They were on it, weren't they? Yeah, it, yeah. It, were, it were a scruff, to be fair. And he turned around straight away and he gave you some stick over something. See, he'd got this idea in his head that I'm no, off from sweets. No, I often, at Sheffield Wednesday, there's a sweet jar. Yeah. And you can take your sweets out. No. To eat and pass around in beer. He, he tries taking the high road and said, I'm off from sweets and be civil because there's too much round on the game. He didn't. He chucked on one of them. Next minute, guy turns around going, why are you chucking sweets at me? <laughs> we're only 20 minutes into the game no 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 I had to explain to me I wasn't chucking I was passing I'm just not a good passer yeah. while he's <laughs> while he's thinking into his chair he's thinking it, actually I've got this one wrong it was actually a mispass <laughs> anyway it hit him but anyway um, yeah well, there you go and then Sheffield Wednesday um, um, the score mm. and when you talk about atmospheres oh yeah that yeah. lifted I would say that's the best atmosphere I've ever seen in terms of moving chairman. It was rocking. Yeah, and, we, and we were up against it. Yeah. I'll tell you what though, Dean, I thought first leg, I've got to be honest, I had to support with our fans as ground once sold well, out. Well, I can't remember it, to yeah. be fair. It was boring, wasn't it? But I, I remember Carlos Carvalho coming over, charging over with their players, and it were almost, I felt they he thought, thought they'd done it. Well, shall I tell you something? And I'll say, I'd say this to Carlos now, right? He balls up in that game because he he went for home advantage. Yeah, yeah. He was defence minded in that first game, and I think we were at our most vulnerable at home. That, that's what I believe the way we played, yeah. and I reckon he should have gone for that game. Mm. And he didn't, and he, he expected to take us back to Hillsborough and do us. So I think it's the manager who lost them that game. Nothing else. And it's the first leg lost in that game. When Fletcher crossed in that header, I thought it were done. Did, it were rocking on it. Did you think I thought that were it? We were finished. done. And, and we, how could you give up on the season that we have? But it were finished. Incredible. And, and then, I can assure you. Then Kachunga goes off and Kwame comes on. Yeah, the line of fans in front of us, oh, the famous fans. Yeah, I bet they, were letting you know. they also thought it was done dusted oh, as well. Yeah, it was. It was. You've got to honestly. It's really hard to describe. Yeah. You've got to sit there. When you've got a row of twenty people right in your face, they turn around and they are giving you it yeah, like you wouldn't believe. Yeah. And, and do you know something? You hear? There's no no stewards. At all, no, there's no, no gap. No, you, you are you are. It's you really hard. The stewards tell us to shut up. The stewards won't stop them. It's really really hard to describe how intimidating it is. So when our super Colin Quader, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it was the tactical masterclass because their left back was woeful. Yeah, and they put Coleman against their left back. And it was like it was like a hot knife going through butter. And when we scored, not one of them turned round. It was get in. Yeah. Up yours, okay. get in. Do you want a sweet? How many sweets do you want? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have the bloody badge. Yeah. <laughs> it was like 
Get him. I just think <laughs> of honesty anyway. Everything. What happened? Yes. <laughs> it was just a mess, wasn't it, that Jeez, thing? Mess. And I can, I can honestly apologise. I was uncontrollable. Yeah. It was getting. Don't apologise. And do you know something, but out of all that game, and I said this to Chris Lerber when, when, when he left us, if it wasn't for Chris Lerber in that game, because obviously it was playing left back, yeah. mm-hmm. it was at our side, he wasn't going to... We all thought we were goosed. He was not going to lose that game. No. He... Got that game by the scruff of its neck. Yeah. He drove us he, forward. He was a proper player. He he drove us forward yeah. that game, and obviously I know super call and yeah. Naki gets the plaudits. Yeah, um, not just Forestieri, yeah, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Chris, well, I believe he won us that game. For me, yeah. Love were a proper. It was a seven out of ten every week, regardless. Possibly yeah. an eight. Very and serious it, character. And, oh, yeah, he could just tell you he loves it. We didn't, want to, lose, we didn't want to lose in this season, but, no, but, but, but he got um, some personal issues yeah. and it was only right for them to go back to his homeland. But it's funny you say that, Dean, because yeah. he said that in the relegation, I don't know if it was him said it, someone said it, it's like, it hit him harder more than any of them other players, Lever, that we were yeah. so bad and we just couldn't get it going. I remember an interview, I think it was an interview with him, like, yeah. just before in the season, he were like, he were like, I just thought, he had some really he would devastate more than anyone and he were humbling to hear but I just yeah. I felt like yeah, just putting yeah. around the guy because yeah, he, he took us a proper player he gone down and he was he was, yeah. he was but then obviously going back to penalties you could not make it up could you no no, no. Hey, what he's done to us over here when, when yeah. we talk about the stars are aligned yeah. you just couldn't write the script to be honest I half expected Jack Hunt to miss, mm. you know, because he won directly before. Wasn't I? I Great half, penalty, but yeah, always puts it in the right hand corner. But I, I, I half expected, you know, if it's going to happen, after everything he's given the town fans, I thought yeah. this is... Yeah. How many times you watch it back? I think I must have watched about 50 times in two nights of, yeah. and the rest. I don't think I said it for about 40. He's yeah, still a nice guy, man. Daddy won a celebration, that to me. One, it was brilliant. Just yeah. kind of peeled off, didn't it? Yeah. Not pleasant towards him, then he just went on this amazing... But I remember when, when Jack Payne went up and missed. Yeah. And all that noise again, yeah. and you're just thinking, oh, yeah. Do it in our face, here yeah. we go. All the turnaround yeah. at that point. Yeah, I'm glad that we're Steps Fernando. Go on, son. <laughs> we should actually have a, a sing song at this point. You know, yeah, yeah. there was yeah. something. Oh, Forest Airy. Right, okay, move on. I've got a better one, Dean. I came from Blades, didn't it? Like, there's something in the air that night. Your pen was. Don't, don't give me the joke. But I know that. When, when they would like start penalties and towards Copper, and I thought this is good. Did you? Yeah, yeah. I thought good pressure, pressure, and that as well. But yeah, yeah, yeah. And Lerver again, yeah. ice cold veins. Yeah, Bang. yeah, yeah. And then I was fortunate um, to go on the pitch at the end. Um, you know, I bolted down to that pitch. You know, sweet. So I five all your mates in front. <laughs> I just shook all arms, not all my mates in front. Um, did they not like that? We almost saw it back in next didn't we? Oh. One they would not turn. They would. They would mm. not turn around. <laughs> it was like that's what no, we didn't. Know it. But no, I went down to the pitch, and it was, um, you know, there's that famous photo of, of me and David, yeah, yeah. Straight embracing. Straight, yeah, yeah. You know, it was like love, wasn't it? Yeah, well, you know, we could have married each other. It was. Well, as you get it was just that little circle when David Warren got in there, we're almost like that job's not finished. Well, I don't know what it's saying. You could just see him saying yeah. one more game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It it just, and you just knew. 
Yeah. And you know something, it was um incredible night that, yeah, fantastic. Yeah. You never forget that. Yeah. You could you could you could have taken mate day after. What a way to go. Yeah. We're not bad at the penalties, are we? No, when it matters, when it matters, we are. Yeah. Yeah. And then another penalty shoot at Wembley. Um people I, I, I thought you were still here. Oh. <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm in the moment. I'm still at Hillsborough. And People tell me that they uh, that's one of the worst playoff finals they've ever seen. I I was like this the whole way through. Well, and you, well, you kind of looked well, well. worse than that. And also, I've got some. I've got a lot of friends who are Wednesday supporters. Probably went the end of Wednesday as yeah. powerhouse at this moment in time. That came, and all that, yeah. financial yeah. problems came to them after that game, didn't it? Yeah. So, but yeah, and then on to Wembley. Yeah, um, there's the, there's the, again there's the images of you and. I think there's a quite a few internet memes were going around as well, weren't they? Because of uh, of, of uh, the, the world on your shoulders, if you like. Yeah. Obviously, very contrasting from 2012, where you look quite I almost I could, calm. But I couldn't believe it. You know, I'm the chairman of, of my hometown football club, and we've got to Wembley. We're one game away from the Premier League. Who nobody, <laughs> even me. Thought I would never be able to get in there. Honestly, seriously, no. never thought, never thought. Um, but the stars again were aligned. And not only see kind of money that won't get thrown about in championship, no. you, you can't. No, no. It did you feel yeah. coming to Kim? Because obviously we were glad it were red. And did you? Obviously, you never took anything for granted. But I were very confident me coming in. But then, as usual, we fluffed as lines. I knew. Pitch. I knew. We were as good, if not better, than Reading. Yeah. But we all know that goes out the window. Oh, yeah, maybe not. Yeah. I'd have been obviously concerned if it had been probably either Sheffield Wednesday yeah. or Fulham. Yeah. Um, but, you know, um, it was a pretty dour game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so much at stake. And um, it was just ultimate pressure, and you could feel it, couldn't you? It just. I went to actually. I got invited by the chairman of Bradford to come watch their um, their playoff game um, the week before. Daniel went with me. Um, Edin uh, invited me down and I remember walking out of the tunnel not the tunnel directly the, the, the robots into the robots um, and like I walked out and I thought shit this will be this will be us next week yeah. and that really hit me yeah. that were like <laughs> pressure power yeah. and I can tell you something you know Wembley when it's it's a powerful place it is you know the world is watching you right so, there's uh, yeah, but it's um, yeah, one game. Oh yeah, a couple hundred million quid. Thing is, when it's change, change of complete yeah. fortune, it's um, wow. I, it's still hard to to get your head around. You knew it yeah. probably was one and only moment that one it for. Oh yeah, we're well, now. No, 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 Yeah, now on. People said to me, Dean will do it next year. No, no, no. Trust me, guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is it. Yeah. Yeah. Where did no, you watch it, Dean? Were you you on sat with next to Liverpool? Away, yeah. We yeah. yeah. just watch it. What the penalties? Yes. I, I were in the royal, yeah. in the royal box sat there. Uh, <laughs> in top tier. They are uh, absolutely. You, mm. You've all seen the footage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's. We saw Patrick Stewart. Yeah, but it, it were good because all clips on Sky for virtually a year afterwards were. Yeah, yeah. You, all you in the yeah. box. We couldn't believe it. What about when we were doing that thing when it introduced the problem? Half and half, they were like, well, it came, almost that winning penalty, and they were just those quid nuts and half that screaming. It went off. Well, when they were all in the circle. Uh, when they're all in the circle um, before all the players before penalties um, what David said to them you know this you know this story David said to them if I had given you the opportunity 
of um, um, scoring a penalty to take you into the Premier League at the start of the season, you'd have all taken it. Yeah. So go out there and take the opportunity. Yeah. That's what he said to them. And learn yeah. again, first of all, bang. 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 And the nerves are staying on it. Yeah. And they don't change direction, haven't they, from yeah, the Sheffield Wednesday. Yeah. And then Hef. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't say that one before. went off on penalty, wasn't it? Shocking. Naki Wells as well, massive. Because yeah, well, yeah. I, I would say Naki Wells, and especially where they put it, yeah. I would say that was the most pressurised penalty yeah, probably apart from Christopher's yeah, out of everyone yeah. Yeah, and I, 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 you can imagine me can't you mm. dear me well it's it just ended with him Dean but people forget that penalty but probably might not have been knackered yeah yeah there, but... yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's one of those things but then when Christopher originally came up I, I saw this gap in front so I knew the TV cameras would be on the Reading uh, chairman and they'd be on me because they just completely fixed on me for all the, all the drama. I just, I saw this gap and when he scored, I just went, I disappeared and I just, <laughs> I went on my hands and knees because I wanted my own space yeah. and then on my hands and knees, crying and I just, not on your own there. I just, <laughs> I was screaming, crying and like, I just, I couldn't believe it. No. In fact, I can't believe it now. No. <laughs> I just, I just couldn't believe what had happened. It was just the most, and then obviously to be with the family yeah. and everything. It was just Perfect. like, wow. Yeah. Whatever. Christopher Schindler has a chance to write his name on the I mean, that commentator is the best one out. Bill Leslie just then he sends a shoe down last night. Just then, it was like incredible. Um, yeah, it, it's hard to. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's little things like the day. It's like David always wears his tracksuit home and away, yeah? And then he came out in the bloody suit. Yeah, so, yeah. And I'm like, yeah. what's he doing? Yeah, that's right. What's yeah. he doing? Yeah. Anyway, all's well what ends well. Go get changed. All's well what ends well. I just want to go back to that green man. Just on, never had an eye, probably like it. And then we went back down when we were about 10 o'clock at night and it's still lit up with that blue and white on that arch. And so it's still, well, I just, I just didn't never wanted to go. That was it. I, 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 I felt cold then. I felt cold all the way home. Incredible, not from there, just drained. Yeah, mentally, I did, physically drained. I did two things that night. Yeah, I, I rung Mick Buxton up on the way home and I said to Mick, I said, um, uh, I actually invited him to the game and he said, No, he said, It's not about me. He said, This is about you and the football club. He said, It's your day. Uh, so he didn't come. And um, I rung him up and I said, Mick, thank you for giving me the best day of my life. Um, they said, why, why would have I done? I said, if it wasn't for you getting hooked in Huddersfield in 79, yeah. I would never have sported the club and never become chairman. Yeah. I said, so thank you. Yeah. And uh, it was taken back by, in fact, I spoke to him today. We're good friends. Yeah. I can't believe the, my, my hero, yeah. he just rings me up. And, and, and he rings me up, two or three, and I ring him up two or three times a, a month and we just talk. It's bonkers, you know. So I know where he's going. I've been coming back from London, no, and he's going to Tenerife um, in September. So we really got on well, you know. He's, yeah, a, he's a really good guy. And then um, he had some steel about him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the other thing I did, and I did this in 2012. I got the playoff trophy on my way home, and because we all went up to see the court, we knew how to party. See the court. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, went up to see the court on my way home to the taxi driver. Um, I always remember 
I said to him, I want to go to um, um, Harry Wilson's um, um, statue in, in, in the square. And um, I took a trophy, put it on there, took a photo. You know? Wow. So little things like that. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah. I'll never forget yeah. Scott Bradley coming streaming across <laughs> oh, the no. square. Absolutely. <laughs> hammered. Yeah, <laughs> there's a shock. <laughs> 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 Ever gone down Northampton in a trolley since that I've So yeah. so that writ, so um it was like wow, transformation, you know, everything uh, the whole world lit up and um, run our way to the Premier League. I just remember that video that we did when Warnock went up and I remember it just had a little about ten seconds of showed coming back into the town centre after we got promoted against Bristol Rovers and I just thought, well I'd love to have that back and we had to wait 24, well, yeah, 20, yeah. 20, 20 a long years, time. but yeah. we had it and boy, that I'll never forget when the trophy came back, the driving rain, the open top bus coming up. Uh, it was hammering it, it, it was classic Huddersfield, wasn't it, at that as well, but yeah. the pride, there's this mad German nearly falling off the bus and you just can't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're just, oh, wow. Bonkers, eh? Yeah. Happy days. Brilliant. So, so many That's what it's all about, isn't it? I mean, got to the Premier League, yeah. So that, that's you know, it's, it's really hard to comprehend what happened. Yeah. You know, it's like so many people in tears. Me, my family, everybody, supporters. Me. It's yeah. like, wow, it's just the incredible thing has actually happened. And, yeah, uh, yeah. But you know something, it did happen. It did, yeah. And, well, uh, it did. Yeah, with the dream. And how good were the celebrations the next day back in, back in the square, St. George's Square and... You know, David Wagner streaming on singing. I thought it was really, amazing. really special. You know, just to come up into St George's Square and see thousands. Um, unbelievable. These young fans, I've been chairman for 10 years, and these young fans are like now 16, <laughs> 17. Yes, it's, it's, it's like, yeah. I can assure you, lads, it's always like this. Trust me. Sit down, let's talk you through yeah, but wonderful. And then we had um, a, a very exciting, um, you know, pre-season to yeah. get everything ready and, yeah. and off we go. Premier League. Well, that day down at Palace. Well, oh, just ridiculous. Good, it, was, it, was, it was like the after party, wasn't it? I yeah. Months later at Crystal Palace, it was yeah. it was amazing. Now we we blew them off the pitch, didn't we? Yeah. It started off, they were standing on top, and then it was just yeah, yeah, yeah. I think just I I had a corporate just in the palace then with my mate and right next to that tunnel and just the pride of just seeing us walk out and with that anthem I know it's not for everyone yeah. they got the ball this is other still time winning the Premier League we just, it just I would say as I would say as again then though you see me yeah. far corner walking out and you see just dawns on you yeah it's about to see town kick happy days yeah fantastic yeah. you can't yeah. get it around but I, I were more proud our first home game against Newcastle yeah that's the one where I sat there Played well then, didn't we? And I'm thinking, God, I'm, I'm, I'm the chairman of my club in the Premier League, and it's a full stadium. We've been broadcast to 180 countries in the world. Yeah. Top of the league, and it's like <laughs> it's like this is proper pride. Yeah. The most wonderful, yeah. wonderful. And we scored a Premier League worthy goal to win it. Yeah, Kachunga to um, and Moy and killed yeah. it in. How did that that Aramoy transfer come about? Because he was an unknown, wasn't he, in Australia? And then Man City's, I think he was there, one of their other clubs. Yeah, yeah, no, we, um, um, Stuart Stuart Webber got a phone call from uh, Man City and said, uh, they're very considerate Man City where they put the players. 
the St. David, St. David style, and they said we'd like to play Saren um, uh, with you. And David said, um, no, never seen him play, not for me. And me and Stuart went, whoa. Yeah, I'm off. Hang on, yeah. hang on, <laughs> hang on. And I said to Stuart, Stuart, we, we've got to convince him. Anyway, we convinced him, we had um, a lunch up at um, Eric's in Lindley, yeah. uh, upstairs. Uh, he introduced me to a flat white, did, did Aaron Moyle. <laughs> I would watch this stuff, flat white, I've never, I, I drink it now. And um, we came. And I know David kept talking about rotation. I rotate my, my squad. And you know, Stuart's trying to kick him under the table because yeah. he couldn't see every time David mentioned rotation. Aaron's smile went off his face because yeah. Aaron wants to play all the time. Yeah. And um, anyway, cut my story short, he joined us and um, what a player. Wow. Yeah, what a player. I, arguably the best I've seen in 40 years watching. It's a bit like you, cousin. Okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think that's what you said. Anyone who banks a winner at Ellen Road, it doesn't matter how. <laughs> Yeah, they'll always yeah but you know what a player in the behind that goal. And a great lad as well, and right on the isn't it? Right, sort of quite a lad, yeah, yeah. quite a lad, yeah. Don't yeah. want any of the the fuss. No, no, no fuss. But let's see if he's still here in the Yeah, it's an awkward one because you've been saying it Neil, haven't you? That you almost feel disappointed for him if he is still here, which I know a lot of town fans won't want him. Yeah, 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 we want him to stay obviously, but part of him is better He's a Premier League footballer every day a week. I mean, you just saw on Saturday came on second half and we were improving. Yeah, yeah, so, a bit of a fantasy year, really. In, in, yeah, very in, much so. It's, it's two years there, two, probably two of the most amazing years, but definitely the two best years I've seen. I started following up from 1989. Uh, Neil, 1979, 82, weren't you? Yeah, that's that me, season. yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and Cosy, you were a couple of years after, weren't you? Yeah, I jumped on Pamela in that promotion. And I think Division 3. So there have been some good years, few and far between sometimes, but the Warnock years were good. But those two years, I think my, one of my mates, um, Tommy, always says, this is it, we've completed football. Yeah, and, you know, this, this is all, there's, you know, there's no two ways about it. We, we, all, we all go on about the bit Boston area. Yeah? Yeah. But sometimes, um, you know, when, when, when you look back, you know, sometimes you look back and only remember the sunny days. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, but, but, when you're at school in the school yeah. holidays, do you ever remember the rainy days? No, you always remember the the summer of '76, don't you? You never remember the summer of '77 when you yeah, did it down. And 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 that's with football. But I can assure you now that the Wagner years are by far the best years. We ever had. Oh, absolutely. We were two 0 up against yeah. Manchester United at home in the Premier League. Yeah. When did Potter took it round? Yeah. There, yeah. time yeah. stopped, didn't it? something. I'm probably being very controversial now, but even forget the twenties. We used to play with football later than boots then. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's different yeah. ball nice. game. You know, yeah. remember yeah. it was an even game. Yeah. You know, yeah. cash. Yeah. This is there's so much disparity yeah. in football oh, now. Yeah. For us to do that first, well, I need to get up on a on a shoestring yeah. and then to um, 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 survive our first season against all the odds mm. yeah. it just doesn't get any better well you know good after that game though wasn't it I know you think he used it a bit of psychological thing trying to get a reaction from them but I just if you said didn't yeah. he that's the same one what, what a night in Huddersfield that one out there right. gas club there the which night was that incredible I'll tell you a story about that it's obviously um before, after the game, down. before I went into the boardroom, of which Man United directors were already in the boardroom, <laughs> um, as I'm walking in, it's the first time ever I've had to pause outside of the boardroom and think to myself, what do I say? 
What do you say? Yeah. So I went in, to be fair to Ed Woodward, he, um, 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 he was very magnanimous in, in defeat, you know, blame the weather. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, but no, it was very magnanimous and he said, um, you know, uh, you deserve to win and your fans are outstanding. He said, I've never heard anything like it for a lot of years. He said, credit to you. So I thought that was fantastic. And then when they left, when they left, um, you could hear the door shut. And we all went, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, I'll never forget that. Yes, it was. It was the most. Uh, it was the wonderful day, wonderful day. And I've got, um, I have um, a picture at home, and I've got um, two. I bought the sun. I bought every paper the day after. Yeah. Um, but I got the Sunday Times, and it said Field of Dreams and, and the Poetry yeah, yeah. Scoring. And then about probably about eight years before, it said you know, the picture of me and Ken. It said Town Sold, and it had gone from. Andy Ritchie to beating Man U. So and yeah. I thought, oh, proud of him. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, proud of him. Not just the seller, we were great. We were proud of everything. Yeah. There's nothing yeah, yeah, there yeah. that you can't be proud of. No, 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 yeah. I'm, nothing. I'm what for the way just before Christmas? How good were that? That was just stunning, man. We were just destroying like teams. It was just every week. Really. And to be honest, scorelines almost paled in significance because you were there witnessing town week yeah. on week. Yeah. In Premier League, which is yeah, yeah. people didn't like it, didn't I? I thought we'd be everyone's second favourite club, and I didn't feel like we were. I, there seemed to be a big snobbery in the Premier League. I don't know if you found it, but no, no, to be fair, maybe with the directors, yeah, yeah, directors we were made to feel the most media. welcome, yeah, most welcome. Um, yeah, it was fantastic. But then, if you if you forward it to um, the end of the season, the Chelsea game, um, Janet was on the bike right off the pound, so she was in Belgium. I were actually catching Eurostar the morning after um, to go and get my bike and cycle, which Janet keeps reminding me all the half the journey to <laughs> home. And um, you know, Daniel's got a video, and um, you might have seen it on Twitter, yeah, where I'm just, just there. And I remember, I remember watching the clock five minutes of five minutes of, of injury time went up. Yeah, yeah. it was worth hundred million quid to us to stay up. Yeah. So I thought this is twenty. This is true. This is 20 million quid a minute, this. Yeah? 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 So when it got down to two minutes, it's, Five, 50, six, it's, 50, million, <laughs> it's 50 million quid a minute. And then it gets down to one minute, this is 100 quid this minute. Yeah. And when it blew the whistle, it would just reimburse ourselves. Well, I remember. It was the most, you know, magical, yeah. magical Game time. Star, that was another film, wasn't it? And I remember yeah. being in that end that night, and when Scott Malone went through, Oh. And, and he clattered in the back and we got that free kick. That's it. We just said that's yeah. done. You're looking at it, it's done. We've done it. I've done it. I could cry now. Oh, yeah. It's just, it's just, what do you think of that Man City did? Could take that way before where I didn't go, but I remember like we were at the stand doing, I thought, wait a minute, Scott Malone's clean through here. At Man City. And we can, <laughs> is this really happening? Is it? That sounds ridiculous, <laughs> doesn't it? And he missed and I just, <laughs> He was just Imagine if he'd have scored that. Yeah. Well, when 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 yeah. David when David saw Man City walk out with all the children, they were happy because mm. they weren't focused and should have yeah. been. It was the end of the season, so we were there. And just going back to Chelsea now, the story is afterwards we were walking back to the um, uh, the hotels, and um, we said, "Oh, let's go see round to the coach. Let's see if uh, the players are coming out because you know, what a lovely moment." Mm. 
I went round to the coach and don't ask me how whether this was a setup and I've been done here the coach driver was a cracking lad. he's been our coach driver right, right through the years he said I'd run out of hours so he couldn't he hadn't got enough on his coach to drive back home so David sent David went we go disco I thought my god the German disco here we go he said we go celebrating I said where he said London so obviously <laughs> all, and I think this a complete set up this yeah. I thought I've been having yeah, it yeah. so they said we're all going so we all so the coach dropped us off outside a, a nightclub called China Whites yeah. Yeah. I'd never heard of it there were no Shalimar or yeah. uh, you know <laughs> yeah. Heaven 17 no, 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 I've never heard this music before but anyway so we're in China Whites and all the all, 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 all the footballs are there and whatever and they went in it's a it's not like Ritzy and views from when I used to go to Chicago. <laughs> it's a different... I can assure it. I used to work at that Ritzy's. I went on the cocktail bar. Tell you something. <laughs> I'm, well, I'm, well, I'm, I'm well grounded, me. I run the 17 as well, but anyway. Um, um, no word of a lie. He said, we're going to China White. So we pulled up at China White's. And um, they all knew what they were getting drinks. So they said, we'll have um, a vodka something. <laughs> So next thing, fireworks, fireworks on the tray, a guy with a helmet, a guy with a, a, a crash helmet <laughs> with all this vodka, right? right? Sounds like a different kind of artist, doesn't it? <laughs> it was. Brilliant. Guess how much around oh, on the tray? Ten thousands. Ten thousand around. Oh. And I think we had four rounds, <laughs> right? Four rounds, right? I do know something. I know it's obscene. I know it's ridiculous. But what a night. Yeah, absolutely. Do you know? Yeah. You know, players were hammered. Yeah. You know, I, I think I saw in the Daily Mail de Poitre yeah. going, going, <laughs> going, 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 going down a mall in a rickshaw, yeah. but yeah. hey ho. Uh, <laughs> There's all famous pictures of think, Pritchard and. We have another night. Well, well, Pritchard's a bit small, they couldn't take no. it. But no. Um, what a night yeah. and to know something it, it was a proper well, I celebration it, I think you earned every minute of that it was good you know it's Chelsea and Kenny Ascot that win have another midweek not as good as this no but no it, you know something it, 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 it was fantastic what we like when a goal went in the stupid question that but I, I just it's you know, the slow motion I thought he's really just got it covered but the pot just keeps running Every time Chelsea attack, you think they're going to score, don't you? Yeah, yeah. they are that hazard. So, what were they doing there? Thank God for us, but I don't know. Yeah, but <laughs> happy days. Yeah. You know, a bit like when uh, when Darren McAnthony saw John Rose on the bench, and we saw Coutinho. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is it Coutinho? The we said same and Hazard. Yeah, yeah. I went. I went far, and Ben was like. Wonderful times, and um, yeah, off on our summer holidays. Obviously, we got the um, uh, last game of the season against yeah. Arsenal, which was another wonderful occasion yeah. Yeah. with Arsenal yeah. leaving, and, and that was superb. It was nice to have that with no pressure. I've got the only two programs that David and Arsenal signed. Brilliant. Yeah. We should just end it there then, but. <laughs> What? Listen, I'm going away tonight. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mrs. Hoyle is, is, I think she texted you saying, Well, she you? was Mrs. Hoyle, not me. So, last season, yeah, well, the, the last 12 months, though. How long have we been? 
So David Moss came in and Yeah, it didn't work. Quickly. I, I ain't got time to talk about that, move on. Time's running out. And then Olaf Rebbe came in. Was 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 he maybe? Yeah, I still haven't got time, let's move on. What's he, next? Wolves at home and wolves away. What about that? Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Happy days. Yeah. 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 Do you think maybe Olaf was unf- it was unfairly painted as a fall guy? Do you think by um, yes, he was. Yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. You, get, you know I mean, something? He just didn't, great guy. Just didn't work out. I thought we had a stronger squad going in last season than season before, but we had. Oh, yeah. I wonder why. It was just but there's no point in signing fifty wingers if you're not going to play them, is there? No, no. And that's the question: who who signed? How did these wingers sort of come about? Do you know how, what what was the transfer? What was the sort of procedure for for doing this? Would it be a case of the uh, recruitment department and say here are a list of wingers yeah. to pick from, yeah. and then he would pick from this? this always, I imagine yeah. he watches them, um, scouts them on video, and all that. It's what happens now in football, and um, you've got all your reports. And David has the final choice, you know, um, you know, and he chose them, and and. and and that's it Simpl- as simple as that he, he has the final choice so for obviously for these wingers not to play a part and we signed wingers because we, 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 we thought after the first season in the Premier League what we're short of is new speed on the wings yeah, yeah. Um, especially if you're playing a counter game counter pressing game and then obviously it's very disappointing for everybody uh, to play a risk averse game play a 3-5-2 um, with no, with no wingers, and it's like, so all our talent, what we'd sign millions of pounds worth, we're not taking the, but we're not playing the part. So did you ever ask him why he did that? Or? Yeah, 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 yeah. But obviously that will stay cancelled. Yeah, yeah. So obviously, Raji van der Parra was another one who seemed to disappear as well. Was that a case of he went to seek game time uh, because he weren't playing with wingers? So he he was a big player, wasn't he? In the sort of David wasn't years. having him. Simple as that, you know. So we said, uh, "Better if it goes out alone." Fair enough. And one thing that made an appearance in that that last twelve months was um, your favourite thing, because it was the the terrier badge on on the shirt. Um, was that? Do you think that was a success? Do you? I you know it was fifty fifty across the board, wasn't it? Whether some what I'm saying to Sean Jarvis, one of my favourite badges is the wolves one because it's just yeah. so basic. It's, yeah, I get that. It just gets. You know, from a design point of view, it's really good. Do you think that was maybe what we were going for a little bit with the terrier, or are you happy with it? I I think the dog, the, the new terrier, is fantastic. To be fair, I think it's modern, and I think it, it, it it's what we're about. It's unique. Um, we probably should have integrated it into the badge like we had them this season. Um, but you know, it all goes back to last time we got relegated from the top division. We had a right. terrier on us and this season, so. I doubt we'll ever have a, a, a lonely dog lonely with no dog. mates on its front uh, <laughs> ever again, to be fair. Yeah. You know? Fair enough. I thought because he might have weighed in there. But it's, you know, so no, Sean <laughs> explained it to us, didn't he? When he yeah, did it and that as well. And yeah, yeah it's always going to be. To know something. Football, yeah. In football, you know, we get people saying it's our club, not just yours. You know, you should be asking fans and doing this. But if we ask fans for everything, yeah. um, we'll never get it done. Sean yeah. would have for that, to be fair. Yeah. Sean said, he said, you got fans in charge. Mm. No, so, so, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. And it's right, isn't it? Yeah, and we do think, you know, you know what's the best interest of the club. I think yeah. what we've done now with the badge, I think the way we've um, incorporated it in the stars. stars. Like and the, the reason why we put the yeah. stars into the badge 
is because when you see it or you should see it on TV on football Channel 5 whatever it means our badge is bigger yeah. it means our badge is bigger yeah we, we, we had a bit of a, a gripe with that I've never liked the small badge seal, no. it? never liked it I'll tell you what I like about it now and it's only my personal view is that I just think three stars a lot of them about oh we won't leave in 2023 20, because we've created a zone this year last year it took away I, I just think it's like we've done more, a little bit more than that obviously they won it but it's like to me that they overshadowed what we're about now I think it just looks nice in the I know there's not reason for doing yeah, it but we are with it's an opinion in it but yeah. yeah so the last 12 months I think the probably the sad you know all good things come to an end they say don't they and David Wagner yeah. David Wagner leaving was was left all of us to be absolutely gutted didn't it yeah. Um, yeah was was it a case of he was always always really going to leave uh, at the end of the season and Who's, whose decision was it to sort of that he, that he went early and you got Jan in? What a tough year it was. Um, I, as I sit here now, I've, I did a photo book of Wembley mm. as, as promotion, yeah, and I find it hard to open the book now because who would have thought that two years after the stars were aligned, I'm not there, David's not there, it's just not, it, it's all changed. Um, so I find it personally very hard what's happened um, it was a tough year last season on more than one front yeah. I had my illness uh, which was bad and um, you know David um, struggled and I think also David they told me this um, he struggled without me because um, he, he felt in, he felt total responsibility responsibility for everything where we used to share responsibility, if that makes sense. Yeah. But I, 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 I was spaced out or gone. So it was completely down to him and he struggled. Um, and obviously, it got bad on the field. He came to see me in hospital three, four times, four or five times now. He came to see me. Well, come in weekly at one point. Yeah, he came to see me in hospital. And um, he wanted to tell me that he decided that um, um, whether we stayed up or got relegated at the end of the season. He, he was going to leave, yeah. I just felt the pressure got to him, um, and it was a, it is a pressurised environment. Is the um, is the Premier League, and um, obviously when it came to Christmas, um, even though we're on bloody Morphe, <laughs> I decided that we needed to make the change. Um, and if I'm honest with you, I had one eye on Championship. In fact, to be fair, I I, I knew we were knackered, yeah. Um, the dressing room wasn't a brilliant place. Um, it hadn't been sorted. Uh, did David lose his dressing room? I don't think he lost it between players and him. I just think the dressing room wasn't as good as it had been in the past. Um, I wasn't around to help sort it. Um, David probably didn't realise how bad it was. Um, and, and it just didn't happen. So David decided to run his way. So when I made the change, I really had... Um, all eyes and all focus on, on championship. I'd probably resign myself at Christmas. We weren't going to stay up because it was it was Wait so. Wait to say Do something. You have to be honest with yourself sometimes. And yeah, I always hoped and believed that it was never going to happen. We, 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 we weren't doing that Christmas, to be fair. The thing was, though, Dean, what people you forget before Christmas, there were a lot of we were so near and we were unlucky with a lot of like decisions. When we beat Wolves, we were fourteenth, even though we hardly won any games. So. 
But you knew coming into that December when we had them games on paper, and it kind of broke our hearts, didn't it? Because yeah. we just the Southampton one, I just thought that the was like a real one. Nice yeah. Yeah. And you know something also when you um, when we started the season, I think the 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 season we stayed up and we changed our Premier League status. I think it took so much out of everybody. You yeah. was an emotional roller coaster. Yeah. I think. David probably had a few more weeks holding than what he'd normally have yeah. just to recuperate yeah. and I think everybody was so relieved like we have to get going again we just didn't get going again yeah. even down to the warning bell should have been Aki Stanley yeah. in pre-season when we got having 3-0 uh, or whatever yeah. and it's like there's something wrong here yeah. and I just think the players um, just didn't have the same yeah, to, yeah. yeah, to go to the same and also, and that you know, would have been remember the players, they gave absolutely everything because on, on paper, our squad were miles away from most people. So, we basically had miracles back to back. We had, so if you think about it, you know, we, we just didn't, um, it didn't happen. Um, all, all the season before we retained our Premier League status, it took a ginormous effort to keep us there. Yeah, I think the players all looked at each other, yeah, down the heart, thought. Yeah, we're not doing that. Yeah. You could never not we don't it. want to. No, we just haven't got it. Yeah. We can't. Who would have thought, thought, thought the Pots had scored no goals and Mooney had scored two? You've never forgiven. You know, like a lot of people yeah. were dissecting, we should understand, but yeah. no one could have predicted yeah. And you know something, we talk about the Wolves game, we're 14, we played Brighton, Mooney got sent off, I think, harshly. Absolutely and and, harshly, yeah. and I, if I ever wrote a book, you know, I'd probably go from a greeting card to a red card because yeah, I think that yeah. red card against Brighton was a changing point in our season. It's massive. Yeah, and if yeah. I also, I spoke to David about this because look, we remain good friends. He came to see me the day after we finished. We parted company. He came to see me the day after. He came to see me the week after. We're still good friends. And, um, you know, and it'll, it'll remain like that. But he also I think, I think for what y'all went through, and the journey yeah. you've, yeah. got, you've got a yeah. well he also um, he also blames um, um, or he looks on the misfortune of um, Aaron Moy getting injured yeah. for all that time yeah. and it just it just didn't happen yeah for us. what a job he's got Schalke they're a massive club 60,000 yeah. they've got problems yeah, yeah. Problems yeah. but problems. he could be the man to sort it I don't couldn't believe Dean how, how your illness was kept so quiet it was, it was incredible in this day and age of social media and people noticing where you're not there and what have you and it was, it was quite amazing that you know we kind of no one really knew until eventually you know I think didn't you come to the Wolves game? Um, no no no, no. Um, I, I, I got taken ill on the Sunday after Liverpool at home yeah um, I was ill on the Friday I went to Liverpool at home I was fine that day and I fell ill on the Sunday and the bottom line is I had a goldstone stuck and um, and the only way they could remove the goal, I was actually going to Chile on holiday on Tuesday. So I said to Dr. Feldman at the football club, Dr. Doc, I'm going to Chile on Tuesday. I've got a problem, I'm yellow. <laughs> and I've got this pain. And I can tell you now, I think it's a goldstone. It's had a goldstone problem before. So I got me to St. James's and they put the pipe down me and, um, uh, to fish it out. And they released some dying to my system. And there's a 5% chance that um, uh, you contract pancreatitis. Through this procedure, um, and cut long story short, I went to him as a day case. It came out four weeks, four months later, sixteen weeks later, and um, and unfortunately, I was in hospital. Well, I was in Huddersfield for five weeks, uh, fighting off the infection. It's a long story. 
and actually our form, we got Wolves, we did well at Wolves and West Ham, we yeah. did pretty well. And as soon as they, they, they sent me over to St. James and Leeds, we lost every game. So I put the case in Leeds. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it was, yeah, it was incredible. And um, yeah. We said, we, we've spoken about Oh, really? It. And it's, some things then, football really don't matter, to be honest. It, it, football doesn't matter. It's about people and families and... It's, you know, it's, something. You know, it's not it's not about what's happening on a Saturday or a Tuesday or who's crying on down at Mac about whatever bollocks are crying about on down at Mac and yeah, yeah. it becomes it's personal and it's I, serious I, and it's I couldn't believe it, you know. I, I was in Huddersfield and there were antibiotics, bags and bags of the stuff and um, they were trying to because my bloods were all over, my temperature all over, and they're trying to fight uh, a, a possible infection in the pancreas. So after five weeks Unfortunately, I, um, I I got an infection in the pancreas, so straight away I got rushed over to Leeds. And um, the bottom line is, one in three people who get an infection in the pancreas die. That's it. So it was a tough time for me and the family. Daniel were going through um, his finals at the university. Um, I remember you coming to see me, Daniel, many a time. I don't think I spoke all day. I was, I was sick with bile. Like what was Seven weeks. Twice a day, every day, sick, bile, black bile. I didn't eat for seven weeks, so I was being fed by intravenous um, um, food, yeah. uh, TPG, and it was um, the most horrendous. And when we played full and away, I had a few operations, and we played full and away. I got wheeled back into the ward with pipes hanging out of everybody all I've got in my body um, at half time of that game. And I remember just listening. I remember looking at a town from opposite me and I lent him the iPad listening to the game. And I remember listening and it's billing, billing, billing and then they're on the attack and we're lost and I was spaced out. But from the operation on that day, I gradually got better and better and better. Um, and I would say nine months now, I'm probably now back to normal. Yeah. But you know, I had my first meeting with Phil um, in the bereavement room at St. James's about selling the club. And I'd spoken to lots of Americans, lots of foreign investors. It just didn't seem right to me. Um, it just wasn't. Well, it just speaking, wasn't right for me, to be fair. I, I can't speak for these two, but personally speaking, for me, I'm glad it's staying with somebody who gives a shit about us. He, 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 he does as well, yeah. yeah he, absolutely. He's, 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 he's blown white, he's split yeah. him in half, and yeah. it's good. He'll make, a, he'll make a good look. Nobody can guarantee success, oh, not, no. but he can guarantee he's, he will put his hands. He guarantee he cares, and Absolutely. that's that's that's. Yeah, I think what we said earlier about the community stuff and that continuation of, of the community, the cheap you know to, the cheap tickets to get people yeah. in, and, and that yeah. sort of things. Well, like, like I had lots of uh, meetings with Americans and um, no, no. and telephone conversations and uh, conference calls, and to be fair, you know they said, look, Dean, you know you've done well, we like you. You know, we'll come over a few times a year, but we want you to still be the chairman and run it. And I thought, I'm done. I'm done. something. I'm finished. Yeah. And I also knew we were getting relegated. And it needs something that I got. My enthusiasm had gone. Because yeah. to be fair, I was knackered. Yeah. I was really ill. Um, you know, I just probably just kept myself going and things were getting better. But it needs somebody with some enthusiasm. Yeah. And Phil's got the enthusiasm and the drive and the energy yeah. I haven't got it yeah. I've had it for 10 years and I can assure you the 10 years that we've had at Huddersfield has absolutely wiped me out yeah. it really has not surprised 
you know, you know, and you know how well Daniel, you know, you know. The thing is, you you, you say outside, you know, you are the custodian of that's it, you know, people's that's dreams it. and we are. That's, that's, that's know, what and, my job and, is. And, and as fans, we hang on every word of that. Yeah. And you do, and all, all we do is. I gave us all a dream, eh? You did. Happy I'm, days. I'm, I'm, I'm the rest. You did, yeah, Dino. Yeah. A good friend that we lost, and you came to visit him in his final hours, yeah. David Schofield. Yeah, uh, sad that is. It, it just brings it home to you. Our, our life's so short, and you know, I, I suppose the last time I think after you'd been seen him, and we were just so proud that you know he'd seen us in the Premier League, and I know. he had plans for the next few years, what he was going to do, and his yeah. cruelty has been taken away from us, and, and on Monday it's going to be. A difficult night for a few of us because he was, you know, he was such well, a well, 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 if, you, if, you, if you look at that, you know, he's been a town fan for all these years from Plakita, from the head of Woolen, and he saw the dream. But when you look at him, he's what late 50s, yeah. and um, he got he got taken away so quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I went to see him, you know, Sean took me off, he wasn't well, yeah. Um, so I went to see him on Thursday, yeah. and then Tuesday he passed away, and it's like, God, that was quick. It just brings back what, what it's all about because of the chap who sat next to me for the last 10, 12 years, Simon Bennett, he, he died within, him and Scoffer died within three or four yeah. days of each other. And his, I went to his funeral and his lad Danny goes to the town, I was as done. Um, and his mum obviously sits next to me as well and she didn't want to go again. And he's actually, she, Danny's messaged me this week to see if I'll take her to, as I, I said to her, don't rule it out if you want to go let yeah. me know I'll yeah. make sure you get there yeah. so we're taking it yeah. to Derby game and it's it's only right it's not about everything else it's that about memorial game we do the personal class. touch of a football club and yeah. you, you've led that from top and I think that has definitely transcended between yeah. the fans and the club as a whole well Scoffer so. a big part of it but I didn't Absolutely. know him I didn't know him yeah. really well but I'd met him at a lot of occasions. Yeah, yeah, I'd yeah. seen him. I'd seen him on the on the party on the party train to London every now and again, going down. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. it was just it was just a recognisable guy, yeah. a good guy. Proper time for well, you know, I remember him being there um, the night at the bridge where Wagner came there, yeah, yeah. and also Scoffer also were one of the very few people who would stand up and say, "I don't think you're right, Dean." Yeah, you know, and yeah, yeah. you know, he, he were proper. He were there, but you know, just goes to show you that. You know, it doesn't matter how successful who you are. No. You know, health. It doesn't discriminate. No. And um, I, I was at the, I was on the front line with that, and I was scared. Um, you know, and Janet, you know, she was at my side. In fact, I couldn't believe it. My goodness me, she was at my side for every day, from one till eight every night for four months. Loyalty, it's like. Even now, me and Janet still talk about what happened, and um, it, it will affect us for the rest of our life because yeah. it came from nowhere. The yeah. thing for me, which really kind of gave me comfort, it wasn't my body which caused the problem. Sorry, it was a procedure yeah. which caused the problem. Yeah. So if it wasn't for the procedure, it would have been fine. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, so. But to be going what you're going through with all that, and then you, you get to the end. Well, not the end. Where you are now, healthy. Yeah. Yeah. Moving on yeah. to then get obviously Danny doing so well at uni in amongst all that and getting the pass. I mean, that's yeah, no, no, Danny, no, that's, well because that's, that's next level, isn't it? It that's was a really worrying time, time. it was it? a yeah. worrying time for everybody. You know, Daniel came to my side at hospital and I was just, I was just spaced out. Yeah, I was on morphine and drips everywhere. Yeah, and you did your, you did your, your, your college work at the side of me, didn't you? Wrote my old dissertation at the side of his bed. But <laughs> no. he didn't respond once. I was gone. I was, I was, I was gone. Rude, 
It's all gone. Uh, all gone. <laughs> you know, but that's life. But you know, all's well that ends well. And um, yeah, you know, when I when I got this send off at Man United, do you know something? I'm not one for the limelight, but I really wanted that game. Yeah, I was desperate because I thought to myself, if I sell the club in summer, and just to read the Examiner is sold. Yeah. I it wouldn't have seemed right no. to come back and do a bloody golden gamble draw at half time. That's just, <laughs> you know. it's, it's not it's not the same and you know the saddest thing about me passing the football club on for me is all the friends I've made. You know, Sheila and the son, always at PPG. Bloody they must have been camping out for weeks. Always <laughs> at the front. But but there's so many people who feel the know me yeah. so well. Because I'm a fan. I've been grown up. Yeah. I actually know Neil really well. Neil yeah, 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 yeah. attends on his man club on Monday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I met yeah, him there. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's, there's cracking people out there. Do you know, do you know, there's loads of really, really good people. Yeah. And it's like, and, it's, and Janet says this all the time, it's an extension of our family. Yeah. And you know, in 10 years, I've never, ever had a bad word said. Seriously. Yeah, yeah. yeah. a few moans and groans, and, and quite rightly so. Yeah. Um, but I've never had a bad word said. And I just take so much from that. It's been the most. You see, it's bizarre because the most wonderful ten years. We've I've never met you personally. Yeah. I've seen you plenty of places, obviously. Yeah. But I feel like I know you really well. Yeah, it's, people do. You know, it's yeah. What would be your message to the fans coming up to the new season, Dean? From as a hold on <laughs> championship in it. Well, well, I am a fan now. Obviously, yeah. I'm still a shareholder, but I am a fan. What are you thinking as a fan? I, I'm just thinking, enjoy my football, get some goals, knock a few over, see where it takes us. I want us to get back to what's what's given us success. Um, look, everything off the pitch, yeah, in the community, I just take it as it's going to carry on and yeah. probably get better. Yeah. And that's down to Phil, and I, I, I genuinely believe he'll, already, he'll drive that on as well. Fair. Absolutely. And then, regarding on the pitch, I just want us to get back to what we're good at, you know, pressing, high tempo, fighting, fittest, yeah. organised, yeah. want it. I want to get back to that. And if it leads to positive results, then fine. Yeah. But I don't want to get back to um, playing risk averse football, no. which probably happened last yeah. season. Yeah, I just want to get. It's going to be exciting again, don't we? And get back in there and yeah, well, well, enjoy it and you know, we're a pretty good squad, well, haven't we? Win all those. Yeah. You know, yeah. they've got in yeah. 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 And you know something? There is a huge difference between Premier League and Championship. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not yeah. trying to um, uh, belittle the Championship, no, but I can but tell you something. Golf. It, yeah. golf. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the Pacific. We won't have any outside Monday night against us. But you know, just just on the final note to the fans. I just want to, to thank them from the bottom of my heart. You know, nobody knew I was in hospital, but I would get, get well cards straight to the ward. So God knows how they knew I was in that ward, but you know, <laughs> like Jimmy Mack sent me a, I can't really sent me a get well card before I was on the front, but hey, I'm not sure, I'm not sure it's got that much taste. But you know, I received all these cards in hospital and it meant so much to me. You know, Hef came to see me in hospital. You know, Colin Kwana, came to see me. Although he didn't want to make sure he went to it's just not Rotherham on, on law. <laughs> but but he came to see me. You know, Tommy Smith came. He, he, he was absolutely yeah. superb and um, you know the, the messages I got and I just feel after ten years I've given it my best shot. And to be fair, um I think right. we've had a bloody good time. It's been alright. Yeah, it's been alright. Right. <laughs> right. And you know something if Phil in ten years can have the same um, send off as I got yeah. then he'll do pretty well absolutely yeah
I think that's a perfect place to end the podcast. Is that it? Guys, have got anything? Yeah. It's quite yeah, past so four in the morning. Thanks for. Uh, have I been on longer than Jarvis? Yes. Oh, just yeah. a bit. Oh, I'm, I'm a more interested. We were like on the side. I think the perfect place to say thank you so much from all of us thank for you. for Cheers, guiding Steve. our football. Yeah, dropped a foot tonight for last ten for years. Last 10 years. Yeah, yeah. I, I never thought I'd see my football team in in the Premier League, a team full of internationals yeah. as well, nonetheless. So thank you for and now we're going to Luton. That real. Luton. <laughs> <laughs> don't give up your day job. No, I <laughs> 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 just finally, you know, again, thank you to everybody for the support me and my family have had, not just through last oh, year, but last ten years it's been late in May in twenty seven. Best thing. Jinder scored, it was a happy dream What a feeling, what a night Win, win Oh, what a night Wagner singing, we are Premier League The greatest sight in Georgia Square did see What an evening, what a night Got a funny feeling when he walks and a fence and then the commentator yelled he takes that chance Oh what a night Lost so safe and mesmerizing me Low low charge and flattened all Chelsea Stanford Bridge, oh what a night Oh I, I got a funny feeling when he wore an offense And then the commentator yelled he takes our chance Oh what a night Lads, what's your favourite 90th minute goal? Got to be Heffley against Leeds. A shot from Moy and sliding in at the death, Michael Heffley. Great finish to the game. Shared with my family, only made better by ordering McDonald's via McDelivery afterwards. Three points, not nugget share box, spot on. Order McDelivery now by the McDonald's app. You in. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 
And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times.